Can you feel the tension in the air right now? I know I can. I can feel it all the way down in my plums. Okay, well, I'll try to not be warbly. Don't be warbly. What's up, everybody? Ryan Cook over here being warbly. Uh, Joel here as well. And it is another uh, Bass Report podcast right now. The, the Bass, Bass, dot report. report. It is <laughs> Bass, Bass, dot report. I like how you still do the dot. I need to. <laughs> I like it better with the dot. You like the dot. What well, is? Yeah, if you guys do uh, want to listen to the podcast, just from a uh, from a streaming standpoint on the web, it is the bass dot report. Type that into your old web browser, and it will pop up. You're welcome. Yep. Ryan, Cook, what's happening? Uh, it's uh, it's been a, a busy week. It's it's end of the end of the year in construction, uh, especially utility, is just a mad dash to get a bunch done. So it is, uh, it's been a lot of window time for me. Uh, busy, busy, busy. Speaking of mad dash, we've had some mad splash coming into these lakes with the rain. Oh yeah. Finally, dude. It's been awesome. And it's, it, like I said, it's, uh, it's igniting the fish and fire. Yeah. No, you've, uh, you've obviously been doing pretty well out there. Um, before we get into that real quick, shout out. Um, if you guys, Oh man, damn it! <laughs> so, fine. so, uh, yeah. If you guys want to uh, jump on the Patreon, we got ten percent off Phoenix rods at Stage Stop and at Coyote Bait and Tackle. Uh, thanks to Phoenix and those fine uh, distributors of, of Phoenix products. Um, big shout out to Spearpoint and G Money Jigs as well. Holla! Want to thank those guys for everything they do for us and for everything you guys do. Thanks for the support. Ryan Cook. We love you guys. Ryan Cook, let's talk a little bit. Before we get into our guest, it's going to be a good one. We're going to keep it a secret until he comes on, I think. Um, I'm going to see if anybody – when once I mean, once he gets on, you're not going to – well, some people may not know if you don't. If you've been li- living under a <laughs> bass fishing bridge in a van down by the river without any Wi-Fi, you won't know who he is. Otherwise, you probably know you're going to know. Go ahead, dude. Give us the uh, give us the old mother load rundown since last week. Lakes are on the rise. The bite is picking up. It's fun. Um, I have I've been to McClure, been to Maloney's this week. Uh, haven't been to Pedro. Got a couple reports. Still a little bit on the tough side, um, dude. The water's coming in the creeks. They're staining up. Um, the bite's picking up today. Even with even with the weather, the storm. We kind of had a, a storm come through high pressure front this morning it was cold sun out we still got them to bite just had to slow way down caught some really nice spots um found some fish on a spoon found a good spoon bite last week uh, there's just a lot of stuff to do um if you're a shallow water guy right now strictly shallow you, you, you're gonna struggle at maloney's um and actually at mcclure the last couple of weeks they're definitely moving deeper but uh if you're a jig guy, now's the time. Get out, throw the jig, fish it slow. If you think you're fishing it too slow, slow down. I cannot stress that enough. I had a first-timer, well, first-time jig fisherman out today, and he's been trying to catch a jig fish for like two trips up there and can't catch one. And he put literally in f- the first five minutes of us getting on the jig fish, he had like seven, eight in the boat. Um, and he's like, dude, I've just been fishing it too fast. That's all there is to it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Slow your stuff down. Stay on your electronics. Look for some balls of bait. Go do the spoon. The balls of bait can be anywhere. There's some in the creeks. There's a lot more out on the main lake. Um, 
there's a lot of bait fish on main lake points right now, which is really weird, but whatever. We'll take it. Um, if you're a finesse guy, go out. It's your time to shine. Be a hero. Go catch 40 fish and have a blast. Um, but yeah, there's, what are the, what are the water temps? A, what are the water temps and the depths you guys are fishing right now? Uh, that's a good question. I was just going to say depth. So water temp McClure is running like 57, um, in the morning up to 60, but it's dropping every day right now with this cold weather. Um, Maloney's this morning was 55.4 and got up to like, I saw, I think 56, five, something like that today, mm -hmm. certain parts of the lake. Um, we're running, man, we caught jig fish today down to 70 foot of water. Um, with the bulk of them being in the 30, 40 range, better quality fish. We're all in that 35, 40 range. Mm -hmm. um mcclure a couple days ago bulk of our fish were in 20 to 25 um few fish shallow not very many can't find them real deep the the last week's gotten weird at mcclure it's gotten weird i don't want to say bad it's gotten weird but everybody that's been up there for the last month hammering these fish you better be on your toes and start changing some things up you're going to struggle because you gotta you gotta back off you gotta start using your graph more that's the best tip i can give you without giving you too much back off Ooh. use your graph slow down back off graph it up i'll tell you steps one and slow two and your you roll three slow your literally roll. Slow no, I mean, oh i did i did catch a couple fish on the jolie special spinnerbait today did you really about 30 foot of water slow rolling right through the middle of a not a creek channel but a main lake cut i've never even fished one of those three quarter ounce that i that i painted up so i'm glad they worked for you I'm going to need some more of those bad boys. Yeah, they well, they work. Awesome. Well, that's good to know. No, I, I love it. Great spinnerbait. Good deal. Yeah, no, it's it's funny. I got like um, family friend, his dad who passed away years ago, used to tie, used to like have his own little line of baits and he was like big into it, into a lot of stuff, a lot of different baits. And so I was able to, um, to get just an, an, an amazing amount of uh you know blades and uh skirts skirt material so tying my own skirts i messed around with that yesterday um which was pretty cool i've got some i got some spinner baits i definitely want to use when we go out next week so i'm stoked it, it should be fun it, it should be a, a fun, it should be some cool content some cool footage we can get for these people as long as Mother Nature doesn't throw us one of them curveballs. Oh, it's probably going to be raining. No, I'm hoping it's raining. That's that's fine. Oh, for filming. Yeah. Well, suck. no, I mean, we got a GoPro. It's all good. But um, last time I went out with you in the rain, it didn't work out so well. So it's your chance. Well, to, it's, that, your, it's, your yeah. chance, it's your chance to. Um, that was more of a that, that was more of a temperature <laughs> drop type I'm thing kidding, than the rain, dude, though. You don't have to. It was a joke, buddy. Hey, how dare you? I'm sensitive. You know this. You are. No. Either way, we're going to have a great time. Okay. I'm excited. Well, I hit him up. Um, he's got the info to uh, to join in here. So uh, before we get him on, um, talking about next week. So what are you thinking as this water, if, if we get as much rain as they're saying over, you know, because I guess it's supposed to slow down and then it's going to be nice this weekend and then it's supposed to start up again, what, next Monday or Tuesday? Um, yeah kind of cool that it's like coming in little in waves i'm just hoping it keeps that's coming in these need. waves like because that's what we need i mean it's great having 
you know, three weeks straight like we did, like, what, four years ago? And it was just that craziness up at Orville. And, mm-hmm. But it, it, that can get really dangerous. So it's better when we have these, like, you know, these waves of rain. Um, and hopefully that just keeps going all the way through, I don't know, June. And then we'll be good. We might have well, and ideally, we might actually be able to fill up our reservoirs. For the for the shit, if we get just to seventy five percent, I'll be happy. Yeah. Um, but for the bite itself, I mean, we really want water coming into this lake steadily. That that that's gonna that's gonna prolong the bite as much as possible having that water come in at a steady pace rising steadily when it comes up really fast there's some really cool things that could happen but it's usually short-lived so we want steady water steady rain steady storms just so you're aware ideally but anyway as long as we have water coming in the lakes i'm happy because i was getting nervous thought i was gonna have to go to the delta here soon (laughs) well um no, it's it's funny. I was I was messing around yesterday. I have so much skirt material. I have like every color known to man. Um, so I love I was, skirts. I was messing around, and uh, you know, like I've said this a million times, but I grew up doing a lot of trout fishing, and the Panther Martin was like one of my go tos, especially if I was backpacking. Um, you you bring a, like a handful of those, and, and you're good pretty much all the creeks and the lakes you go up there. So, um, but my favorite was always the black with the with the with the yellow spots. Mm-hmm. silver gold blade didn't really matter but uh i made a spinner bait that was based off of that color scheme the panther martin spinner bait the panther martin spinner bait oh my gosh if that works we could oh, oh i know it's gonna be it's gonna be so i mean things. it's probably not but i mean it looks like a little bumblebee but it uh that's the name it's the it's the bumblebee but and what do i tell you about color all the time i mean I, if i'm confident in it it's going it's going to catch him if you throw, if a bass is up there to eat a shad and there's a bunch of white sparkly shad swimming around and all of a sudden, there he is. Hey. What's up, brother? Hey. What's going on, fellas? What's so, the word? We, <laughs> so we haven't, we haven't told anybody who's coming on with us, not even in the intro. Why don't you go ahead? <laughs> we, hey, nothing, dude, but, nothing but suspension right here. I, Big dude, old, uh, okay. I'm Lava. so excited, man. Like I've, I've thought about it for a while and Ryan brought it up about a month ago and without me even talking to him, like, yeah, we do got to get him on. And, and I've been pushing, you've been busy. It's a busy time of year. Uh, I appreciate you coming on everybody. Obi Williams. Hey, 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 <laughs> there, it there it is. There it is. You know, Oh my gosh, dude, this is awesome. Yeah. We've been stoked for this one. Yeah. Yeah, man. I know we've been trying to make this happen. And yeah, I mean, I say uh, between everything I got going on, I mean, I stay so busy and, uh, yeah, but I'm glad we got to make this happen. Well, thanks for coming on, man. And and uh, I, I don't even know where to start. You know, generally with these things, it's just we're going to talk fishing. So I know we're going to talk about your crappie exploits without without giving away <laughs> your spots. You don't have to put on. Yeah. You, you don't have to put on the beard. Uh, I was uh, I was good, but I thought I was about to switch the voice up. <laughs> <laughs> I was just watching that on on. My, well, I should on my way home. I was technically watching it. Yeah, I shouldn't say that, but yeah, I was just watching that on my way home earlier. That's hilarious. Yeah, uh, yeah, you know, because um, like, uh, what was it? I'll probably say like maybe fifteen years ago, right when the YouTube uh, got started. I'm doing my videos, and um, I start I'm making a crappie videos. But for years, I already had this crappie, like a couple of crappie spots out here. So 
So this one video, I said, you know what? I'm about to show the crappie spot and just show me catching all these crappies here. They're like, whatever about this spot, I'm not really tripping. So I catch all these crappies. I put the video up on YouTube. <laughs> and then like, <laughs> then like two weeks later, I head back over to the spot. Now, mind you, for years, no one fishes this spot. <laughs> so I'm cruising up to the spot. And I'm like, it's like three boats on the spot. I'm like, oh, man. I'm like, okay, well, they want, they've seen the video, apparently. You know, so I'm like, I'm about to roll up to these, to these guys, and everybody's going to be like, oh, it's Obi, man. Hey, thanks for the spot, man. And we'll laugh about it or whatnot. I said, I rolled up to the spot. Nobody said nothing to me. Like, I was intruding on their spot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking around like, seriously? Like, nobody going to say mention that. I put y'all on the spot. Y'all just happen to all at the same time magically find this spot. No. So then after that, that's when I knew I said, okay, I, I gotta, I gotta start taking care of these spots and camera angles and and all that, especially when it comes to crappie fishing, because you know, next you show thing, a guy a crappie spot, he going. <laughs> and next thing you know, your crappie spot turns into a crappy crappie spot. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and they, they and then you know the crappie show up like the same time every year, so you see the same people there. Every year, every year, you so know, it's like it's a never-ending uh, disrespect. <laughs> you know what? You know what probably happened though is—is is that video still up on on YouTube? Yeah. So yep, you got that? Is. I I bet you that a lot of those guys like their their homies the one who watched the video and they was like, "Hey, I got this badass crappie spot. I'm going to show you." <laughs> And they go out yeah. there and show them, and then yeah. they come back out, and then they show somebody else, and so these people are like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah." That, I mean, that's the coldest part of this sport the is that part, you know. Because I tell people all the time, I don't care if this guy swear on a stack of Bibles that he ain't going back to that spot. Oh, he's going back. Oh, uh, no. Nah. Yeah, he's going back. Even though he's he'll going back. Me, you know, just, just show me how it's done, and I can duplicate that somewhere else. No, you're not. As soon as you go try to duplicate it somewhere else and it don't work, 10 minutes go by, 30 minutes, an hour go by, you ain't got a fish. <laughs> Your brain already telling you, you know where we can go catch some fish. <laughs> on a silver <laughs> lining, right on a silver lining, no. imitation is the most is the sincerest form of flattery, but yeah, you got to watch your spots. You get burnt. You got to, man, yeah, you know, especially like now, I'm like, I'm doing these pro-ams heavy, you know. And yeah, you are. That was a big... You know, and that was a big thing for me in the past not to do them because I was so just wanted to hold my spots and everything I know, you know, because it's so precious and it makes me money out here just to give it up to the back seater. It's just, to me, it just didn't make any sense back then, you know. And mm-hmm. But now with the internet and everybody knows, like, everything now, it's kind of like, it's just out there. And I just kind of loosened up and just like, you know what, that's the, that's the game now and you know, I got to change with the times. So I just like, it is what it is, you know. So, you know, I, I, 99% of my co-anglers that fish with me, especially on the Delta, I just blow I blow their mind. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, <laughs> this, is what, this is what it is. And most of the times, I always get out of towners. So I never really trip because they're like, oh, this is like my first time or second time to the Delta. I don't live around here. So I don't really mind. Like, okay, well, mm-hmm. the odds you coming back here is slim to none, you know. But uh, you know, a couple times I didn't got a, lately. I didn't got a couple of guys in the area that stayed close and um, yeah, fished with them and did had a good tournament. And then a uh, month, a couple of weeks go by, I got another tournament. And I head out to the spot and and now the guy is fishing against me in the same tournament on my own spot. 
Oh, <laughs> oh gosh. See, yeah, you know, go find, go find. I don't know. That's that's just. Chicken I don't know shit. how. Yeah, you, yeah I don't it know how you. Is. I don't know how you. I mean, I think there's. I don't, you, there, there's a code. I mean, that's what I said. Obadi, there's a code, I think, right? Exactly, I think it's a. It's, I think it is a code, but it, I think it applies to the people who's really trying to do it for real. Really want their name, their legacy intact, and everything. Because you know, you start doing funny stuff and fishing and asking people for all this information and, and jumping on people's spots. Well, if you ever make it to the top, you will never be respected amongst your peers. Because nope. they know what you did to get there. You know, you didn't do the hard work. No one could say they can vouch and say, no, nah, this dude was out there all the time, putting his work in, putting his time in, taking his beatings in the tournament, you know, mm-hmm. year after year after year. Like, he earned that spot. And he, you can't take it away but solidify. Like, that, to me, is, like, the biggest thing I stand on on the Delta. Like, I, when I got into the game, I didn't really care about the money or the plaques. I wanted that respect. I wanted to be mm-hmm. when guys start talking about the Delta, my name would get tossed into that into that into that story. And um and when people could say, Well, Ogie, when he do good, like he earned it, he'd been out here. He he took his beat, he took his licks, he he practiced, he practiced, he practiced, he he put in the work. He he's not driving around with all the hot guys uh learning the spots and they giving him all the information and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it feels good when you can say, like, nah, I I put the work in. And and then the guys that's that's at the top of the at the upper echelon, and then they salute you. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I see you. Yes, you know, like that feel good. So when I see guys cutting corners, taking shortcuts, like, man, that's that's just good for that one tournament or two, three tournaments. You know, eventually, all that runs out. You got to do it on your own, and you've been going so long trying to go into everybody else's coattail, you don't even know how to do it on your own. Exactly, so then you fall behind the waistline. Yep. Well, like, there's a lot of unwritten rules, you know, with this sport. I mean, whether it just be fun fishing, whether it be guiding, whether it be fishing tournaments, whatever it is, you know, there's a lot yeah. of unwritten rules, yep. and there's a lot of people not following yep, exactly. them anymore. But, man, the, <laughs> the, the, the cream will always rise to the top, you know. Um, exactly. And you see yep. those guys that get to the top, they might have a big name, you know, but, hey, just like you said, they are not respected. And I don't nope. care what anybody nope. says, that's – the guys that are not respected, whether they act like it or not, it's hurting them. It's hurting them. They're miserable. Yep. Yeah, because exactly. that's everything. I'm miserable. Yep. Yeah. Because you, because they know deep down what they did. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, this would be crazy. I'll do good on the Delta tournament, and then I'll get a message. Hey, Obedi, I got a tournament on the Delta next week. What are you throwing out there, and where should I go to do good? So like, <laughs> I think first part first part of that question, Obi. First part of that question is okay. The second part is not okay. Exactly, exactly. Because I don't mind if I gave you uh, some tips on how to catch them or what I was doing or whatnot, so you can go duplicate that out there. That's cool. Everybody can. Everybody does that. That's no biggie. But when you start taking that step into you know the, to the next part of it, it's like, yeah. <laughs> you, now you asking me where you should go, locations, and, and all of that. It's like, well, now you're cheating yourself by asking me that, how I look at it. You know, you're going against – this is a competition. You're going against however many other guys that want to apply by the same rule, you know. Uh, we're just trying to go out there and win everybody's skills against skills. Let's see what it does. But mm-hmm. you're emailing the top ten guys <laughs> on locations and whatnot to beat these guys for their money. 
it's like, I feel like you didn't really earn it. If a guy who took first place and then tell you, oh, go right here and throw this right there. And like, you know, I think that there is, it's a line between it because then you can also have a group of guys, but they all, it's, it's like if I'm going, I'm doing tournaments, Ryan, you jumping in a tournament. Hey, oh, you know, were, were you, was you catching them down north, up north, you know, uh, flipping? And I could be like, yeah. I was up north flipping, you know, stay up north, you know, right at noon, that tide switch or whatever, it's going to be good. Now, giving that information to Ryan, it works for me because he's in the fish and he's competing as well. And that information I gave him can come back to me one day as well. So we're helping each other out. And I see a lot of guys are doing that now, which is cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, we kind of all travel together. We all get together. We all want to see each other do good. And, you know, that's, I mean, hey, that's, it is what it is. I, I can understand that. But for the guy who don't have those skills, asking the guy who has those skills, it's like, you know, you bring nothing to the table. On top of that, you know, like helping you, like, come on, you want to put the footwork in. It feels so good when you go out there and you put that work in yourself and then you beat those guys mm-hmm. and nobody got nothing to say about it, can't say nothing. Mm-hmm. But good job. My man been putting his work in. Only thing you can do is tip his hat. Versus like, oh, he, he rides with such and such all the time. And, you know, that's such and such water. You know, oh, he's fishing. And, and like, oh, he won, but he ain't going to get his flowers because the corner. He can't get his flowers. And I decided to try to gag these youngsters. Like, I know the internet and all that's here, but trust me, you don't want to take that route. Well, you want to earn that from the ground. You want to get out there. You want to, you know. It's obvious now, though. My like opinion. you, you, you can you can see those people, though. Like it's it's really hard to hide yeah. that stuff now, because mm-hmm. I mean, guys are kind of out themselves. If they're out there and they post, they're they're trying to get a lot of you know social media clout, and they post things. Yeah, and so you can see it there, yeah. and then you're like, oh well, what what? Like, yeah, yeah. So post it. You got to be careful like, with you that. Think like, oh, you, yeah, a guy posted that he was in Frank's track catching them. And he posted it, you know, on Tuesday. He caught 30 pounds of fish on Tuesday there. Man, please, tournament on Saturday. You got so many guys fishing out there. <laughs> 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 try, to, try to duplicate what that guy did with the 30 pounds. And, and it's, it's, it's a new game. You got to adapt to the new game now, mm-hmm. you know. It's, uh, I'd be messing everybody I, up. I'd be catching them in big break, run them to Frank's track, take a picture real quick, run them back, dump them back <laughs> off in big break. I know what I'm doing. I don't know how to do this stuff. Yeah. Exactly, and that's what it forces you know. You take an angle, you go down, bend a couple corners, show them the release, and people are like, "Oh, I know what bank that is. Cool, go there." Like I didn't catch him here, but if you uh, <laughs> if you want to come fish this bank, go ahead. You go back to the bank that just got sprayed, and you let them go there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. I'll right. throw a waypoint out right. for him. Man, this the the Delta is a, such a special place. You know, because I said this does feel like it's like the only place where you come out here and you fish a tournament on the Delta. There's there's guys that won't fish that tournament because certain guys are fishing that tournament. You know what I'm saying? They'll they'll draw less tournaments, less boats because certain guys fish that tournament and people don't want to fish against them. You're fishing against, it's like yeah, and you're fishing against the fish though. You're not fishing against the fish. Right, right. Which makes no sense. Exactly like that. Come on, man. You gotta if the skill like if you telling me y'all all all rush to a, a, a amateur tournament. Because these three people aren't fishing it. Like, come on, there's sticks in all these tournaments. There's just no three or four guys to try to watch out for, you know? Yeah. 
And uh, to me, it's like, but then if I say, oh, we're going to go to Berryessa. Well, nobody's scared. Everybody's willing to go. There's nobody scared to fish. No way. We go to Shasta. We go to Orville. You don't hear, oh, I'm not fishing that tournament because such and such and them, they always catch them up there. <laughs> now, we're not going up there. Nah, you don't hear that. But the Delta, boy, they do not want to come here. Like it's that. true, man. That yeah. is that is that yeah. is so true. It's the one place where, I mean, you gotta have. You either gotta have some cojones, or you gotta you gotta know what you're doing to jump into that. Yeah. Well, you uh, just, yeah, just yeah. like anything else, you just got to put in your homework, and guys don't want to go take the time to yeah. learn something because they're already yeah. comfortable in their little bass fishing bubble of wherever they usually go. Yep, yep, and that and that hurts them because I mean, I was stuck in that too. I was all a Delta guy, Delta guy, Delta guy. I mean, it started off I fished the amateurs, you know, then I started doing the amateurs. Then the guys on the pro side, well, he he doing that on the amateur, but let's see him do that on the pro side. So then it was like, oh, okay. Then I jumped into the pro side. Start beating him on the pro side, beating him, beating him. Oh, he can beat us. He can do it on the delta, but can he get off the delta? You know. So then it was like, oh, okay. Let me start going to these lakes. But then once I start going to the lakes, I noticed like, oh man, this is a different game. Mm-hmm. You know, my, my my electronics is coming into the play heavy. You know, I might gotta go twenty, thirty, forty feet off the shore and catch these fish, and you know, and, and I'm still learning. You know, but. It doesn't shy me away from fishing the big tournaments against the best of the best of the best. Mm-hmm. I feel, you know, anytime I get on the water, I got a shot. I'm going to fish my hardest, and, and at the end of the day, that's all I can do. That's why I don't be down on myself like that. I mean, I, I, I can get upset just like everybody else. I missed a fish. This happened. I didn't catch nothing. You know, I got two fish in big tournament. Like, that sucks. But at the same time, I understand, like, really, really, really what I'm out here for. I'm out here to have fun. I love to compete. This ain't going to stop me. I'm going to keep putting my money up, but I always make sure I have fun. So I balance it out. And when I do that, I can do tournaments forever. If you go on and got attitude every time, you get your butt kicked in a tournament, well, then you in a ro- you you want to have a long road of miserableness. You know? <laughs> Dude, Ryan, Ryan has said this, man. Tougher every year. Man, you're, you're going to be in – yeah, you said you're going to be in for a long, disappointing road if yeah. – if, if, Doing these tournaments and winning them is your only motivation. I mean, you want to win, right? You're competitive. I'm yes. competitive. You right. want to win, but yep. if if you don't, you you have to find some kind of like you said, silver lining, Ryan. You have you have to you have to you have to. I'll be trying to like put it side by side with like when you go to Las Vegas. Of course, we all going to gamble, but we would like to win. Of course, I like to hit the jackpot. But it's a good chance and good possibility I'm not going to hit the jackpot. Most likely I'm going to lose all my money. But if I go there, have drinks, go to the party, listen to the comedy show, I'm in the swimming pool, I'm in the jacuzzi, I'm having fun at the arcade, I'm doing all this, I'm balancing it out. Now I turn it into a vacation. Even though I lost my money at the tables, I balance it out by having fun. Some people go there, lose their money at the table, go back into the room, the rest of the vacation, sitting there with their lip out, spend all their money, and... Don't even want to take in the little things. You know, I, I didn't got to the point now, like, shoot, let me just see the clouds or the sun coming over the mountaintop in the, on the water is a lot for me. You know, like, like that is a smile on my face. I ain't even got a, a fish in a box yet. But I, I, I didn't fish enough tournaments to know, hey, I didn't caught them early right when I got to the tournament. I didn't caught them the last couple of minutes. And I just sometimes flat out didn't catch them, you know, but I didn't sometimes be super good. So I just don't know what the day going to bring. So I can't be just getting all the set. All I got to do is have a good time, see all my buddies that I love to see all the time out there and fish my heart out and leave it all out there. And then I can't be disappointed at myself because it's like I gave it all I got. What else am I going to do? 
it's like you said, it's me against the fish. So, hey, the fish wasn't messing with me today. Just wasn't my day. But right. the beautiful part about this sport, there's always another tournament. Yeah. <laughs> okay. First of all, this is absolute gold right here. I love this. The work, <laughs> this this sport needs more OBD Williams. This sport needs more <laughs> joy and happiness and people being positive and trying to spread that to other people. It is contagious. It's like wildfire. Um, <clears throat> and, dude, everything you've accomplished, and I, I, I always tell the people this that I truly feel about this because this is important to me, but everything you've accomplished, and I, a lot of times you joke about it, but you don't have a big ego and you don't come across as an arrogant person, right? And I love no, that. No. It, and oh, yeah. and you win I don't with mind laughing at myself. I, and you yeah, win with grace, that. and you also yeah. lose with grace. I remember well, no, not lose. I shouldn't call it lose. I saw you oh, at no, one of the it, Wild West, one of the Wild West proams, and one of the days I think it was day three. I'm not sure exactly which tournament because you're up there in a lot of them. Um, but you didn't have the day you wanted, and you went up there on the microphone, said, "You know what? Things didn't go my way today." Hey. But I'm gonna get them next time, and it it was just it was the way you said it. Like it was no excuses. It wasn't well. I broke off a big one that would have won me the tournament. Like you did it with grace. You said, you know what? And I'm gonna come back and get them next time. And it was just yeah. everybody's always got an excuse up there, and you just said, hey, yeah. today wasn't my day. And I I know it doesn't sound like much, but the way you approach things, uh, I respect I, the hell out of it. I man. Get, thank you, brother. I appreciate that. Uh, I I just be happy that I, I'm. Man, honestly, I'm happy to the Lord. I wake up every day. I'm happy with all my family. I mean, I'm such a good space right now. Like, I, I, I didn't have it easy coming up. So, for me to be where I'm at to go fish how I fish and fish these tournaments and go out there like, to, to do what I love to do, it's, it's like it's, it's hard for something to get down on me. You know, like, I lost a lot of my family. I lost my mom when I was 20 years old. You know, my grandmother all this stuff that happened to me. So for me, it's it just be more like blessings. You know, like it's a blessing for me to be here. You know, uh, every time I get to these tournaments, which is crazy, I tell my wife all the time, I mean, due to just all the work I put in and a lot of people know who I am, Some the best part of these tournaments for me is right when I get there and I get to see everybody. Right. It's like, like we're competing and fishing. We're fishing, first off, which we all love to do. Second of all, I'll get to see all my friends. I've been fishing it for years, you know, and we're competing on top of that, which I like to do, like all this stuff. And we're outside on this beautiful lake, you know, it's, we're in bass boats and, you know, and life is good and, and I'm <laughs> laughing with all the people and, you know, and then it's like, okay, you know, let's get started. You know, then we do the tournament. And like I said, I, sometimes I get them, sometimes I don't, but I always tell myself, like, listen, buddy. Let's just have fun, and, 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 and that's what it is. And if we do that, you're going to have some good days. You're going to have some bad days. But one thing we can control, the only thing pretty much, is the level of fun we're going to have here. And I noticed, like, when I first started getting into bass fishing doing tournaments, Mark Daniels and Jamon Andrews, oh, Obedee, we got to get them to tournaments. All right, cool. Because I didn't start bass fishing until I was 25 uh, years old. So then I get into it and everything, and I'm like, I see all these guys in the – with the jerseys on and rap trucks and rap boats and you know none of I'm walking through the first tournament nobody said nothing to you. you can't even look at these guys in the eyes they they walking like they just pop shit and just everything is good <laughs> I'm like dang you know like like this is a sport you know nobody want right. to say nothing it's like like we had a chess match or something everything's so secretive and 
So then I told Mark the next tournament, I said, I'm about to change the game. I said, I'm about to start having fun. And he did. I, 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 I stood on the exact words I did. Every tournament after that, I started having more and more fun. I'm cracking jokes. I'm staying till the end. What I started noticing were other guys who came out to fish was looking for that same type of stuff. They're like, yeah, I like to fish and all that, but the excitement part, the fun part was missing. But here comes this guy over here that's having a good time, cracking jokes, making everybody laugh and smile before and after the tournament. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm hanging out after the tournament. So now, it was some tournament we did until dark. I got guys, I don't even, guys walking to me like, hey, can I be part of Rip the Lips? What does it take? You already parked. You here. You know what I'm saying? Come on. Get you a call. He's like, you guys are having fun. That looks fun. I'd like to have some fun, too. I'd like to have some fun at this fishing tournament. (laughs) Yep. I've been at Clear Lake tournament. People knock on my door. I hear all the laughing from down the hallway, man. I'm sitting in my room eating soup. I want to get some of this. Come on in. (laughs) Come on in. Eating soup. Even with tears. Eating soup. (laughs) Eating soup. I said, come on in. I want to turn your whole life around. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is what we're going to do. We we on vacation. I tell all my guys, as soon as you you put your poles in the vehicle and your stuff and you start that vehicle and you pull out the driveway, you instantly on vacation. Start acting like you on vacation. Start treating yourself like you on vacation. Joel. You know what I'm saying? This is a vacation with a tournament. How better than that? If your wife says, we're going on vacation, and you get to fish a tournament there. Come on, man. Why are you going to be mad? I've heard guys I've, no, I, I've heard guys say, like, make work work for you. Like, people that don't maybe, you know, if they have to travel for work or whatever, it's like, well, hey, why don't you, like, go stop by this place and, like, have an experience when you're out there on the road or whatever. Like, just try to do something, right? And I feel like... Yep. A lot of the guys when they talk about tournament fishing, they get really into it. It's like, no, I'm, I'm doing this, this, and it's all business, and and that's great if yep. if you if you if you got yeah, that mentality. Right. But I think right. you still gotta. I think those are guys that they, they don't like having fun in the first place. That's just all I'm gonna that's it. Like, I'm not that's a fun it. guy anyway. That's it. I'm gonna just disguise it as all oh, straight work. I knew when I started having fun and all that stuff, I knew there was a line like. If I come out here and have fun and I get my ass kicked at all the tournaments, guys will point and be like, see, that's why you don't have fun. Look at this asshole. He comes here and laughs every tournament and gets his ass kicked. You know what I'm saying? That's why it's serious business. So I knew I had to match the work with the fun. So they'd be like, well, look, this dude having so much fun and he still does good. So you can't tell me you can't have a good time and do good at the same time. No, and don't you know? And then I try to make it more more laid back for the new guys. Like, listen, you gonna see a guy? He gonna have a jersey on with a thousand patches on him, lemonade stand patches, all kind of stuff on it, his truck, all that stuff. And that don't mean that he good. Get that out your mind from the gate, because I mean, I was watching the guys in the beginning. I was like, I don't even know I can fish against these guys. I mean, look, this dude got you know Charmin wrapped around his truck. You know, like <laughs> he got all the sponsorships. That gotta mean something, right? No. I went down there, I caught me a, a gordita, and I asked that yonder, I said, hey, man, do fish care about rap boats and jerseys? They said, nope. I said, all right, cool. I didn't need it. <laughs> yeah, that's the, and I started telling guys, I mean, come on out, compete, have fun. Come out here, fish these tournaments. You like to fish? Don't be scared, because you hear a lot of guys, they got the boat, they spent all this money on the boat, the truck, got all the rods, the reels, and everything, and then still be like, yeah, maybe in like two years, I'll be ready to jump into the tournament. Man, You know, it ain't never no perfect time. You just got to jump in. Mm-hmm. There is no perfect time in no tournament where you're going to be practiced enough where you like, all right, now I'm at the level where I can do a tournament and I'm going to start winning. Heck no. You're going to get in these tournaments. You're going to get your butt kicked up and down, and you might get lucky here and there until the skills start kicking in, and then you just start putting it together because it's different from 
going out there fishing on a Tuesday and just having fun all day and you did good versus being on a Saturday where the pressure is on the body of water and you only have eight hours or six hours to get it done. Mm-hmm. You know, it's Gosh, a whole, whole different mind thing. I like the way I like the way you process this fishing stuff. I absolutely love it. Joel, <laughs> Joel. That yeah. that dude that dude that was up there eating soup watching Seinfeld knock on his door, he told him he told him, I'm fixing to turn your life around. <laughs> he was eating soup. He was eating I'm clam chowder. Your life tonight. God, I love I, that. I had I had guys send me messages with a wise, thank you, Obedi. I don't know what you did to him, but he came back more happy and more relaxed. Yes, sir. Oh, man. Because I know a lot of guys, we all, we got families, we got jobs, we got to take care of this, we got to take care of that. The stress be at the all-time high. And then you want to come add more stress on the fish. Now, how about we have fun and still compete and then laugh? And then what if it happens then? It's like, at the next turn, we all decide to get back to see each other. You know, it's all like, hee, 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 all this, hee, 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 laughing. And like, all right, so I say, man, too much fun. You know, and I'm the only, as far as I know, the fisherman on this side that fishes the boats tournament and the kayak tournament i was gonna dude i was gonna bring that up i i i know i i know that i had seen something about that it's just you i mean a lot of the time you're in a boat and like the last tournament you you did really well was the was the uh wild west championship on the delta when you had a top 10 Mm -hmm. and yeah six seconds that oh my god i know it was eight great job by the way like that i was watching that one live i was watching that one live and i'm just like Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> I want to see how many wins. Man, if that's the people's good, champ, he is the people's, the people's champ. champ. You know, yeah, you know, the people's champ, the ambassador of the Delta, your favorite fisherman's favorite fisherman. That is I. <laughs> I am him. You know, <laughs> there's that and ego. It felt good because God, I love you it. You know what? Oh yeah, I'll be hitting them because what happened was I kind of felt some type of way when when I was like pretty much on top of the Delta, winning a bunch of stuff out here. Uh, I end up switching to the kayak. You know, I mean, why not? Let me try it out. I, well, I wasn't scared to go out there and, oh, Obi do good on the Delta and on his boat and then go out to the kayak and then they beat him and I'm supposed to feel some type of way. Heck no. Like, I got out there and embr- they embraced me like family, you know? And, man, I tell you, I had so, so much fun. That's why I just did the story where the first time I stayed at the campsite, I, I, I drunk too much and I ended up throwing up all on myself and had to go home early. Oh, wait know? a second. <laughs> Hey, do you remember? Yeah. Do you remember that next morning I was helping with that kayak tournament, and you come walking down about twenty minutes late behind everybody else, and I put yeah, the camera yeah. on you. Like, and you said, "Hey, don't worry about it, baby. The party don't start till I walk in." <laughs> you know, you see, what I'm saying I'm late, and to me, I look at that like I had some of my best tournaments running late. <laughs> I don't, my brain always looks for the positive in everything. You know, the boat breakdown. Oh, something's going to happen where I'll get back and this happen and this and that. I think I will it to happen and just my positivity. It it takes a lot to get me there, you know, and, yeah. and I've seen more positive things happen when I meet it with positivity than yeah. always talking about what's going to happen. Oh, such and such here. I might as well go give him my money. I'm not going to win. Oh, man, my boat's so slow. I'm pretty sure these guys are going to beat me. Oh, man, they all got the top-notch grab. My grab is only the cheapest grab. Oh, of course they're going to beat me. You know, yeah. once you start putting those doubts in your head, you already lost. Exactly. You already told yourself you lost. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I don't care if, if, if whoever came and fished. I'm going to feel like I'm going to win. I'm going to beat you. 
Yeah. And, and, if, and if you got to have that mentality, and I feel like the guys who grew up doing sports kind of get that the best. If you grew up baseball, basketball, football, soccer, or whatever, you kind of know about going hard, the competition. If you, you are know? a true – if you are a true competitor in whatever your sport or craft may be, you want to go beat the best. If you don't want to go beat the best, then you're not a true competitor. That's all there is to it. Yep, exactly. You know, exactly. But yep. as far as the attitude thing, real quick, there's a there's a quote that my dad shared with me years ago when I was going through a lot of my stuff, and uh, it's called attitude, and it's by Charles Swindoll. I'm not going to read the whole thing; it's kind of long. But at the end of it, and this just goes along with how you there's a lot of people say this and there's other people that live it and you're out there living this. I've seen it firsthand and so is everybody else that knows you, but it, it says, <clears throat> I am convinced that life is 10% what happens to me and 90% how I react to it. And so it is with you. We are in charge of our attitudes. Yep. Boom. That's, <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. out there living it. Yeah. I, 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 I told myself, I said, you know what? I, I think in my early thirties, I came to myself and was like, listen, listen, Let's start dumbing down a lot of this stuff and kind of focus on what we really like to do and get to a place of just peace and happiness. You know, I keep my circle real small. I, if you got bad vibes, I'm not around it. I, I will walk away quick. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I try, I try, like, I feel like as due to my, what I put my work in on the ripping lips and the yonder game and all that, the love that the people give me, it's it, it's like I felt like I found my superpower where I know I bring happiness to people. So I'll make videos just knowing that I'm putting a smile on somebody or a couple people's faces. Who really, so I get the, the comments. Man, I needed that today. Oh, yeah. Man, thank you for that. Thank you for that laugh today, man. I had one of them days you put a smile. I know what that does to people. You know, and I feel like that's semi like my purpose. Like, I feel like when I go to these tournaments, I'm bringing the energy because there's somebody right. that came to this tournament that needs this smile and needs this good vibe, that needs this good energy, you know, and I and I and I want to get so soon as they, oh, what's up? What's going on, baby? How's everybody doing? The smile. I know it's oozing out to you. you know and that is saying? and that is contagious. That is contagious. <laughs> yeah. And that and that spreads more of that. And that's what we need desperately, man. I mean, we're, you know, we're living in some yeah. ugly times and we need more of that positivity. Yeah. And I, I'm glad that in this community, I'm able to do that. Like I never changed all of myself from day one. I never switched up. I don't, I, I, I do me. I do what I want to do. Hey. I don't, I don't sit here and take myself off the scene. I'm sitting myself I'm better than everybody or, you know, I can just be down there and we'll walk past you. Type of, nah, I thought I had, I, I could be on the phone talking with Jacob Wheeler, laughing, cracking jokes, and then I'm on the phone with the guy who got the aluminum book just trying to get into the bass fishing game on the talking with him, cracking jokes. Hey, you know, I'm, I'm the same I'm not guy just, people love it. I'm not just saying this. I was talking with one of our subscribers and our buddies earlier. Name's Eli. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, uh, I'm sure he's met you. I, I don't know which tournament or whatever, but I told him we were going to do an interview with you tonight. And his exact words were, you'll love Obadi. He's great. He didn't realize I knew you, but he said, yeah. he's great. You'll love him. He doesn't wear a mask. Whoever you see on social media, that's who you meet in person. He said, he's the same person. <laughs> and it's, it, yes, it's funny you brought that up because that's the first thing he said to me. Well, Obadi, isn't it, isn't it, oh my God. isn't it easier to live like that though? I mean, 
I feel oh like people, people who, who have to put on a face and maybe aren't as genuine, because the one thing that always comes off, and you can even do this on social media, which is, which is not always the easiest thing to do, but you come off as super genuine. Like, when I see you out there, you got the big smile on, and like you said, like, when... It's one of my. I, I was. I had. I had a buddy from Fresno in that I grew up with from when we were little kids in like third, fourth grade, and I show people your videos, and these people aren't fishermen. I'm just like, you just got to see this guy. He's hilarious. Like, <laughs> like, I share that around because it, dude, it transcends. It transcends bass fishing. You're you're a stick. You do really well in these tournaments, but you. I think you. You're more than you're more than just a bass fisherman. Like you, you really are. I think, like just like you said, I think you're you're giving people a lot of happiness just from what you do. A difference maker. Yeah, man, I, and I love it. And, and they and they bring and the people bring it back to me because I can't tell you how many times coming up I was going to stop the social media thing because you know with all the stuff I got going on. But the fans, the fans, man, they leave me messages and stuff that just, man, like. It's like it's like how I give everybody these smiles and everybody's like, oh, I love Ovi. I'd be like, man, but what y'all do for me, like, <laughs> you know, like I sit there and just, man, read some of these comments and it just put Chuck E. Cheese smile on my face. Like, <laughs> man, I, I'm just so, you know, like, man, like, it's like it's working and, and it's getting bigger and it's getting bigger. And then I'm like, so a guy see me, he's like, what I do, he takes this same attitude that I have, he takes it on the water. He's taking that on the water, it's affecting somebody else. They take that or take it to somebody else. And then we get the chain going of just, you can start coming to these tournaments and it's just a lot of happiness and smiles and everybody happy to be there. And then we go compete and then we come off the water and we can still smile and crack jokes and, and tip our hats to the guys who did good and, and you know, tell you I'll be back at the next one. And then and, and, and it's all good and come home to your family with a smile and be like, I had a good vacation. I was good relaxed and I got a good recharge. I can go back to work without... You know, no all the stress off of them because it's supposed to be stress stress release as well while we're out there. You know, because this sport is expensive. So if you in this sport fishing like I'm fishing, you working hard for your money. Yeah. You know, so if you're working that hard, you need to take a a break and relax and find, man, get your mind right. Get your mind right. Come out here and do that. But then when we not the the tournament is tomorrow. But what you doing tonight? You just gonna sit in the room and Retired the thing you already retired. You retired at home, man. You know what I'm saying? We got a hotel, everybody outside barbecue. <laughs> Come on downstairs, man. Kick your feet up for a second. You know what I'm saying? Put that frown in the, in the, when you in the hotel room, they got the drawer with the Bible, man. Put that frown right next to them. Go out there with a smile and then tell everybody, like, man, I'm about to enjoy myself. You come out there already saying you're about to enjoy yourself. You want to enjoy yourself. You actually might surprise yourself if you really engulf. The whole, the whole thing. I think a lot of guys don't engulf the whole tournament thing. Like, we be staying close by when we, oh, the tournament at Shasta. Or we staying at the lounge where everybody's at. Or the houseboats, and there's a bunch of guys down there. And it's just jokes on top of jokes on top of jokes. And, man, people be like, man, I can't believe y'all be having that much fun at these tournaments. Believe it. I don't think nobody has more fun as I do. <laughs> You're having a good time. <laughs> Multiple jo- vacations all year long. That's right. <laughs> Joel, did you yep. see that video he put out? Um, I don't know, probably a year ago or so, but about how everybody talks about biggins and where does biggins actually come from? Like, have you seen that one? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I think I remember that one. <laughs> and then it's Al Bundy with his <laughs> magazine of biggins. 
And it's one of the best things I've ever seen in my life in the fishing social media world ever. <laughs> that's the stuff my brain be on. I'll be driving and then that stuff just clicks into my head and I just start laughing. Like I, I make myself laugh. I'll be dying laughing like that's hilarious. I said, I got to make a video of that and post that. I said, that was hilarious. You know, and it just be just poking fun at the sport, having a little fun, you know, because I say when people take stuff so serious and then they get the sponsors and all that, everybody feel like they got to walk the tight rope. But then with me, it's like, you know, I'm my own sponsor. I'm independent. So I do what I want to do. I crack jokes. I crack jokes about people. Like, let's have some fun. Like, don't take yourself so serious, man. He's his own boss, and that's the best way that's to right. be. They, my, what, That's my, the best way. My dad used to say, like, no one ever got rich working for someone else. You ain't working for someone else when you're out there fishing, man. You're working for yourself. Facts. That's good. Facts. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, so I got to, you know, I, I didn't build my brand from the from the ground up. Mm-hmm. You know, to, like I said, I was the, 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 the first fishing show on YouTube. You know, like, I was getting it in to the point where Mike Iconelli was like, man, you 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 getting it in? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. you know and, and it and it and it was all there. It's like Bobby Barrett when he first saw it, and I met him. He was like, "Man, you you out here doing the bass fishing stuff and all that with everybody, but then at the same time you do a video going out there catching bluegills." You know, like keeping it regular. Well, that's just saying, like yeah, to me, it'd be like real life. I just live in real life. Well, I mean, <laughs> and you like I'll and go you, crappie you paved, I get the worms. Yeah, and you paved your own path, though. Everybody has this idea of the way this is all supposed to be done, and you said, "No, I'm gonna do it this way," and everybody loves it. Yep, exactly. And I, and everybody and I, loves it. I love it. You, you know brother. what? The change I felt like it needed. You know, just a smile, just a smile to have some fun. You know, because at this sport, it don't matter if you're the tallest, it don't matter if you're the fastest, it don't matter if you're the smartest. Like, you gotta catch five fish. You gotta catch the biggest fish you can catch, man. Just go out there and do that, and we'll come back, put them up. But by, by this, by the fishing, has nothing to do with nobody. How can you be mad at anybody? You should be happy. Like, man, this is what we do. I look at it like it's the boys' club. If anybody been part of the boys and girls' club, like, that's how I feel. Like, we all showing up, doing the sport. I, I used to pull up to the boys' club when I was younger, play basketball, shoot some pool, bumper pool, and, you know, compete with all the guys in there and have fun. Saw them every day, and I enjoyed it. I look at it like this. Like, man, I get to compete with you guys and see you guys and, the average 90, 99% of the fishermen you run across are just super cool guys. Yeah. You know? And I love that. Well, hey, Obi, this is the Bass Report. We got we to we gotta talk to you about some, some fishing and some tactics mm-hmm. and how you're catching them. And, and because you've been doing the crappie thing, we're not going to talk about spots. But I want, I want you to talk a little bit about uh, the gear you're running, you know, what you look mm-hmm. for in a good crappie spot this time of year. Can you help us out with that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I noticed on the Delta, if you find the crappies, they're going to be there year after year after year after year after year after year. Like, you didn't found them. But they congregate in such a small area. Like, it could be 50 docks. They'll be in two docks. Okay. You know, so it's a, it's a, it's a, lot of, a lot of homework. You know, like, going out there just trying. Like, I'll go four-pound test. I like to throw four pound tests. I'll throw one or two mini crappie jigs on there. I'll switch up the colors, the weight. You know, sometimes I want, if, if I know, if I do find the crappie, um, are they on the bottom, like right off the bottom? 
if they arrive at the bottom, I'll use a heavier jig to get it down there and then kind of just like hit the bottom, lift it up and like let it pendulum to me and then they'll kind of eat it that way. But if they're up in the, in the water column, I can just make a cast out there with a lighter jig and just slow retrieve back to me. And then, and then now let me know. So those two type of, two type of, uh, retrieves is what I'm going to do to try to get them. Now I'm trying to find them is, I say, when I first used to, before I used to bass fish, I used to be in a crappie fishing heavy. So, I mean, like how I would go up, I would go out there now, eight, 10 hours trying to find bass. I would be out there eight, 10 hours trying to find crappies. And I'm dock to dock or trees, um, um, some type of structure, a boat that's been sitting around for a long period of time. Um, but a lot of times it's docks, a lot of marinas, you know, and the Delta has plenty of marinas. I can go check a bunch of marinas, go hit all these docks, hit them, hit them, hit them. Um, try to find them, but due to the delta and the tidal fishery, that could play a part as well because you might have found the crappies, but it's a certain time of the tide that they're going to eat more than the others. Mm-hmm. So once you can find them, and then you have to dial in the tide that they like to eat on. And when you dial that in, you'll catch the bigger ones out of the school. You know, you might catch a couple small ones, and there's some big ones there, and it could just be due to the tide. So once you start putting all that stuff together you'll really start dialing in those crappies. And when you find them, a lot of times when you find them, there's a couple hundred around. Um, and, and I said, and I got, I have like four spots that I can go catch crappies in. And um, I got two of them that are kind of just, they are kind of small, half a pound. Then I got another spot that I can catch like a pound, pound and a half. And then I got the other spot where I can catch a pound and a half to almost three pounds. No crappies. way. Wow. Yeah. What's, what's your biggest yeah, crappie? Three pound crappie. Obi, what's your biggest, biggest biggest crappie? Uh little over two and a half. Okay. A little over crazy. two and a half. Yeah. That, yeah. that doesn't sound like much when somebody says it, but if somebody was to actually see a two oh, and a half pound crappie in person, their jaw would crazy. drop. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. A, a pound and a half crappie, a one pound yeah. eight ounce crappie is a big crappie. It really is. That's I call crappie. Yeah. I call those dudes cl- that yeah. call a a pound crappie, a two pound. I, I, those dudes are like, oh yeah, I caught a bunch of two pound crappie. They're not weighing those crappie. No, no, exactly, exactly. You know, a two pound is like wow, wow, that's crazy. And to do it on the delta is is it, it's. I tip my hat to anybody who finds crappie on the delta because it's not easy. It's definitely not easy. You know, um, that's why you don't hardly hear a lot of people catching them like that. You know, or when I post them. People would kind of lose their mind, like, geez, where are you finding crappies? Yeah, what, <laughs> like, yeah. Why, why is Damn. that? Obi, why do you think that is? Why, why do you think that it's so tough? I mean, you know, I, I, I think a lot of people don't want to put the work in. You know, it ain't back in the days, it was kind of, you know, somebody could be find some bait and then stumbled across the crappies by bass fishing, you know, and you found some crappies, which still could happen. But if you just strictly saying, I'm about to go crappie fishing on the Delta and you don't, have no, you're just starting from ground zero. Oh man. Well, get ready for a bunch of days of no fish, but you can't look at it as it was a bad day. It's just, you just eliminate water. How I will look at it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll grab like two or three marinas and then kind of just start fishing all the dots, fishing all that. How I used to do it was I used to get the little minnows back in the day and then I will hook my mini, the, the minnow through the mini jig, and then I would just flip the mini jig with the minnow on the t- on the hook on um, through the docks because you know they they're not passing them no minnow, 
Mm. You know, so I can flip the dot, flip the dot, flip the dot. Boom, I catch a crappie with the with the minnow. And then I'm like, all right, cool, take the minnow off, and then I should be able to fish. And, like, you should be some crappies here. And then if I, I'll catch one on the jig straight up, and then I'm like, all right, cool, they here. And then, like like you said, they come back, so you, you got that spot, and you could exactly put that. And it'd be cool too, like now with the with with social media. You know, a year later, they they show it on my on my on my thing, the story. Oh, a year from today, you were here, and I'm like, oh, that was a year from today. All right, let me go get my stuff together. <laughs> it's time to go back, and I head back over there. Sure enough, there they are again, right back, a couple of hundred of them. Well, you just yeah, you find them and you put them into your graph. Just that beeble bobble. You know what the funniest thing was about yep. that? About that the video you did with uh, Mark Daniels the other day. It was it started with you. And you're just like I had to do the beeble bobble. It's funny what you did that because me and a buddy of mine, the beeble bobble, dude, beeble bobble beep. We, me and a buddy, have used that for years. The beeble bobble beep. Yeah, yeah, beeble bobble I love that. I was like, dude, I wonder if he heard that from you. I know I hadn't heard it from you because I'd never heard that. But we've been doing that for years. I laughed my ass off. Hilarious. I love it. And lately, I've been bringing it back. So now every time I say I call somebody. I always hit it with a beep, boop, bop. Or my favorite one is like, I'll be out there with the Delta fishing, and I'm just fishing, you know. And then here come a boat coming down. Woo! They get on the they get close to me. Woo, woo. Come on, Pat. Woo. <laughs> beep, boop, bop, boop, bop. Woo! <laughs> they just locked in the spot. They're like, oh, that's opening right here. Woo. Beep, boop, bop, boop, beep. Woo! <laughs> I be <mean>, like... <laughs> Like I can hear that, man. I can, I can hear it. Well, dude, I mean, you you you're running that. You, it's a it's a white Evanrude, right? Yeah, man. It's, yeah, everyone knows that white Evanrude. And, uh, and that's why I said I told them, I told them my wife. I said, you know, I, either I gotta have ever I gotta buy the the black one so I can switch the color, or but I will try to get me a Mercury um, on the back of it next year. Um, if I could come across one with a good deal, I'm gonna try to do that. But yeah, that white Mer- that white Everwood is oh man, that get me away everywhere. I can't go nowhere without it. I mean, I like it and all that, but man, yeah, they people babu Oh my gosh! Um, hey what? Joel, yeah, go ahead. Now, what were you going to say? Well, I was going to see if, if you wanted to get um, – are we doing a like a bass report from him? or did you Yeah, wanna... no, I, I would love to hear – you know what? Uh, at like... some point, I just want to make sure that I can ask him. I, I love – because I, I love that. I love John Myers doing the same thing and his, his breakdown of it, but I always like to ask the guys that go from the bass boat to the kayak and pretty much, you know – Talk about how they enjoy that more. I, I just like to know. Well, I mean, why? I think what it is all that stuff. It's a great question. We got we got kayak guys that listen, and and you know, the more we can bring the kayak in is always good. And oh, oh, we, yeah. like I think for, you, I feel like you, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I think for me, it's like now that I because I started kayak fishing and then I got into mm-hmm. the boat, and now it's like, but I got all my stuff in the boat. Like I can't bring all this on the <laughs> kayak. I'm spoiled now. <laughs> I'm spoiled now. So like, how do you, how, how do you, how do you like, like, how do you pare down and like, I mean, on the Delta, it's not that hard, right? You need like three or four rods, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's when you got the boat and the kayak, it's definitely hard because that'd be my thing. I didn't fish three, four tournaments in the boat. Two months went by. I haven't been in the kayak. 
now, oh, it's a kayak tournament. And then I got lazy, wait till the night before. I'm grabbing all this stuff. Next you know, you know, none of the, all that's definitely not going to fit in the kayak because you got the whole truck filled with stuff, mm-hmm. you know. You get there, and I always forget something. I forgot the board. I forgot the this. I forgot this. I need my life. Where is this? You know? So I needed these lures or this hook. Oh, I should have brought that other fishing pole. So a lot of that stuff, it, I mean, it happens to me all the time. But I really try to stand there and, and picture myself like, okay, oh, what are we going to need? We're, we're going to, to bury us. You know, we need to bring this. We need to make sure we have this. And really dialing it. I'm trying to get myself where I have two separate uh, things. So I got these rods here just for my kayak. And these boxes and these lures are strictly for kayaking. They got all my stuff from punting topwater from, to finesse. Mm-hmm. And my boat is already good, too. Because I can't tell you, I, mean, I, I didn't jump into the boat to do a tournament and be like, oh, my God, I left that box in the kayak in the front. Oh. And that was all my punch weight. Oh. You know, I was like, oh, my gosh. So I'm still, I still juggle with going back and forth, you know, but I definitely, I just, and I enjoy both of them equally. Now I do get spoiled my boat. Like, I mean, my boat is way more easier to pick up and go drive here, stand up and fish. Like I, it, it's a lot more comfortable on my boat, but I do enjoy the, the challenge of the kayak and the the when you're in the kayak it's just a whole different experience being on the water being so close to the water it just it feels like you're on a straight up adventure yeah you know and you're yeah. out there and it's like yeah you know put you in adventure mode so i'm like i tell people all the time like listen if you're a real fisherman you should have a boat and you should have a kayak you should have both because people be trying to always like it gotta be one or the other it don't have to be one or the other you can have both you know and it don't take much to get into the kayak game I no, mean, of course, no. yes, you can go buy you a four or $5,000 kayak and all that. But when I started kayak fishing, I was in a Costco kayak that I bought for like $300 from Costco. You know, and I didn't have no grass. Is that your yellow one? That's my yellow one. Oh, yeah. Ryan, you saw I pulled up on you. Hey. <laughs> and, and I cut a check. I took second. I took second. I had no grass. Boom. Nothing. All I did was I, I got an egg, a, a milk carton, put that and strapped it in the back with some bungee. And then put two pole holders in and went out there and had a good time. And it'll take a second. And you still take you that know? out to the Delta. Like, even with your fancy one, like, don't you yep. still go out in that old one sometimes? Yeah. Yep, yeah, I sure do. It's extra light. I can get around. Like, I have four kayaks. You know, I have four kayaks and four boats. And it's got some <laughs> sentimental value, which, you you know, you can't put a price oh, tag exactly. on that. Exactly. That's what, Exactly. You know, because to me, it, and then it also stands to, as what I tell people all the time, like, Look, I was doing. I was willing to do this, fish out this kayak the whole year. There's no, no excuses. You know, I'm not crying. Oh, I don't have a grass. I can't go. Oh, look at my kayak. Or oh, people are like, I gotta wait till I can get me up two, three thousand dollars so I can give me a kayak. Oh, you ain't serious, then. You ain't serious yeah. about this fishing because you were serious. You'd be in a twenty five dollar kayak uh, and with a paddle. You in the tournament. You know. Do you know like the one? <clears throat> the one. Bucks. The one thing I do miss about the kayak fishing and and really, um. I use my kayak a lot in the ocean, like fishing for halibut and rockfish. Okay. That mm-hmm. I mean, that's an adventure. I mean, you got you got great white sharks out there that are twenty feet long. Like, and you're sitting in a yeah, kayak that's like fifteen. No, yeah. I, mean, I mean that age. <laughs> Nobody. That's an adventure, and I I miss that. I miss I'd be that. too scared to be out there. I mean, I'd probably look like a chocolate bar out there. I'd be like, oh, man. please, <laughs> shark, don't eat. 
I hope you all like chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> There's a snicker right there. I'm like, oh, please, <laughs> oh man, no, I could. I just couldn't do it. I said, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a chicken on that end. I, I said, anything to come by that kayak and I'm out there in the ocean, I'll freeze. They you know have what? to call like the helicopter Coast Guard to come get me. Well, that, you know what's scarier, though? For me, I hate those sea lions, man. If I was in a kayak and a sea lion comes oh. around, I ain't about that. I am not about that. No, no. Hey, I do not like that. And when you're in the kayak and those sea lions come, man, it seems like they semi-test you, too. They get a little close to you. And you'll be like, man, this is crazy. I was talking to my boy Mike Ensign. He had a <laughs> he had one of those seals pin him into the toolies. He was trying to come off the toolies and, and the seal wouldn't even let him off the toolies <laughs> for like twenty minutes. He had to stay in the pocket. <laughs> like the seals like you stay right there. I said, Man, these seals getting too dangerous. Then they they scaring kayakers. And they eating all the fish. Well, back in the like back the in the day, like declining. Dude, back and in they're the not day, scared of anything. No, well, back in the day, they'd Nothing. get M80s thrown at them. People would be shooting them with twenty twos. Now you can't do any of that stuff. So they're brave, man. They don't mess around. Man, the bravest. I'm like, man, they, and like, and it's like we're vulnerable to that. You be sitting. I mean, they and they smart. They're under. They're in the grass. They're in the highest impacts. They're Russo down by the pipe when the fish come out. You know, they, I'm like, gee, well, get up out of here. They be in my backyard living Discovery Bay. They be back here. Right, I'd be like, man, if you don't get up out of here, man, <laughs> you get on my nerves, Bill. <laughs> Take care of them. But get yeah, rid of them. I, man, <laughs> I wish. Shoot, I mean, go back, go to Pier 39. There's a bunch of people out there probably throwing stuff in the water for food for y'all. Yep. Killing me. (laughs) Killing me. (laughs) Well, so what's the uh, what's the plan this next year? You fishing uh, you what wild I I should ask, which wild west bass tournaments are you gonna fish? Well that's the that's what I'm uh going over every day now because mm-hmm. there's so many circuits, so many tournaments. And part of me has been on, you know, I'm getting ready to bring my YouTube page back out. So I've been doing a bunch of videos with Greg Blanchard. Uh, shout out to Greg Blanchard, man. My guy, he done pumped me up and motivated me to bring back my YouTube channel. You know, all the fans been wanting me to bring it back. So part of me, I don't know. Like, part of me want to just you know, go ahead and for the Apex and do these tournaments and, you know, um, FLW and, and maybe a one bath here and there next year. And, a, and then they got the kayak tournaments with the, with the BS, BASS and, mm-hmm. uh, Yakabass and, uh, I think even Wild West is doing, uh, the, the, the kayak tournament. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, I don't know if I want to de- dedicate so much energy to all these tournaments or do I want to put all that energy into my brand and my channel? You know, because right now I'm, I'm sitting on like a gold mine. You know, I got Greg Blanchard ready to, we ready to work. I got Mark Daniels ready to work. Jacob Wheeler ready to work. Adrian Avina, DC. I got all these guys like, oh, come on here. Let's start shooting these videos. Let's get busy. Brian Latimer, D-Lat. You know, Obi, let's get on this YouTube. Let's do all this. You know, I got uh, my, bro- my brother Wes from Bill Lewis. Um, you know, he, he's been nothing but supportive. And, and he wants me to, to take the, the brand and, and, and on the kayak side and uh, traveling, he wants to help me, you know, to travel around and fish kayak tournaments and, and build the brand up that way, too, with the Yonder game. Mm-hmm. And so 
you know, I, I just, I just don't know. I just don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm it, on the fence. And, it's, it's hard to turn down, you know, MDJ and, and Wheeler and Avena and, and Cannell. Yeah. Like those guys, I mean, they're, they're, they have really changed bass fishing. Just those, yeah. those guys, at, yep. because they've kind of like teamed. I mean, like they're like the little band, the thickest thieves. Those guys, yeah. And they all, and then too, like I'm, a, I'm part of the, the family. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like I talk to them all the time, so it's like, am I, am I messing up by going ahead just doing these tournaments and you know, and, and it ain't like you know the tournaments are knocking down my door. Oh, Obadi, we want to try to make your brand and yourself bigger and this and that. You know, I gotta pay my money just like everybody else got to mm-hmm. do. Yeah. You know, and and do my stuff. So you know, financially, you know, I I don't know. I know if I didn't do three quarters of those tournaments and just focus on the brand, I mean, shoot, this time next year, I I could be humongous. You know, who who knows? Yeah, boy, yeah. I love I love the tournament fish. <laughs> you know. Like, I'd probably be sitting here while they fishing in the tournament. Like, I should be out there, you know? Yeah. But then I thought about maybe I'll just do all Delta and then just stay in tune with the Delta and then just capitalize on all the tournaments here. Yeah. You know, I tell myself, like, the last week or two, I've, it's just been on my mind every day, every day. People are calling me, oh, what are you doing? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? And I'm like, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's yeah. still up in the air. Well, I'm yeah. thinking this year I'm I, I'm – Personally, I'm gonna try to do the the am side of things with Wild West. I'm not sure how many there I'm gonna go. do, but um, mm-hmm. I figure it'll be something different. You know, I did some team tournaments yeah, last yeah. year, and like you said, man, I mean, just go out there and have an experience, have some fun. Um, man, that's exactly what it is. You, you know, know, especially on the bigger level, it's a uh, it's definitely it's definitely a good experience. It's it's a lot of fun, and you know, and the competition is there. You know, mm-hmm. so yep. You know, and that's one thing cool. There's so many, so many tournaments, so many circuits between the boat and the kayak that, it, you know, it's, it's, man, it's, it's, <laughs> it's a fisherman's paradise if you like doing tournaments, you know, especially now. It's stuff all over the place. There is. You know, and, there is. You know, and I've been doing so many tournaments the last, shoot, so many years now. I got so many tournaments under my belt. It's, uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, this year was the first year I kind of just, I didn't do uh, pretty much any team tournaments this year. I just stuck to the pro-ams because that's what I usually do, team tournaments, but I always shied away from the pro-ams. And then I'm like, you know what? I do good in these, pro- these team tournaments, but, you know, the money that you make, shoot. And then you got to split it. And by the time you all your expenses, you didn't really make no money, you yeah. know? So yeah. my thing was like, well, if I do the pro-am and then I do good in the pro-am, I'll actually make some money, yeah. you know? So – to sit there and be like, okay, well, dude did all that this year. It was like, wow, look at that. Like, I made, like, over $20,000 fishing this year. You know, it's like, wow, okay. Well, fishing the bigger stuff does work like I thought. Yeah, but at yeah. the same time, I'm not stupid. I do know at the same time I did good, I could have not did good, and I could have been the whole seven, eight, ten thousand dollars $10,000 as well, mm-hmm. you know. Yep. So it, it's, uh, you know, it's. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's it's an ex- I might it's see an ex- if I can get some sponsorships and it's it's expensive, you know. It's what expensive, it's yeah. expensive, and it's getting and it's and it's getting more and more expensive by the year between the boat, the gas, like and everything else. It's just it's oh, a yeah. it's, it's it's a tough one. Yeah, it's a tough one. And and now I'm I'm just standing back looking like, what do I want to do and what should I do? 
you know, being more strategic and uh, and all of this, you know. Well, I, I I will I will say one thing. I mean, I know for a fact if you're out there fishing fishing derbs, you're going to do well, right? It's going to be great watching you do that. I think it'd be, I mean, and, and I will also say if you were to do more stuff and collaborations with, you know, the guys from MLF, your boy MDJ, um, yeah. the YouTube stuff you're starting back up. I mean, you can't really go wrong. I mean, I think you like, right. you can't really go wrong. You put yourself in a great situation where you're, you're, you're. You're yeah. Obi Williams, man. You put yourself yeah. in a good, good situation. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and you're not more just... laugh, more fun, more stories with people. You know, and it's, it, to me, it's still it's starting to feel like, man, it's time. Let's give the people what they want. They want to see more of me, more shows, more getting out there. Like that's cool. Like I'm with it that. Is... No one too. Like tournaments ain't. They're not going nowhere. Like the same circus as this. This next year going to be there next year, and the following year, and the following year. You know. Well, and it's gotten to a point, I mean, and it has been for a while, but, you know, it's not like you're just like, you know, a local celebrity anymore. I mean, you're getting like yeah. Major League Fishing live shout outs, you know, like, I mean, <laughs> yeah. this stuff is like yeah. nationwide. It's not just, you know, a local hometown hero type thing. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's bigger than me, but when, uh, Brian, when Brian Latimer came out here and we were chilling and... He was like, the funny thing, oh, you don't even know how big you are. He's like, you're way bigger on the East Coast. And Martin told me that several times, too. Like, your fan base is humongous over there. We get asked all the time about you. And I'm over here like, really? (laughs) They're like, you need to come out here and fool with us. Come out here and and shoot some videos and do all this stuff. You got fans out here, too. So it's like, gosh, am I I missing out? Man, it's, it's. it's a tough decision, and I say I, I I really 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 don't know. Can I do both? I don't know. You know, um, the YouTube thing is a lot harder than I thought. You know, I've been putting some videos together, and it's it's, <laughs> it's a lot of work. You know, I mean, I mean, I I was doing it years ago, and I I stopped when I was doing the YouTube when it first came out, making my my name on the videos. I got out of that because I wanted to be a tournament bass fisherman. I really wanted to be put myself in that to, to make my name known in the tournament bass fishing. But then now it's like, I, I have my name. I don't, I'm not there to, like, to prove nothing. Like, you know, I can do good. I can do bad, but I, I had some good turnouts. I beat up with some good guys. So I know that's there. So, you know, I, I think, but I said, I, I, the, the competition always calls me. It always calls me, but I understand how big it would be if I took a year and did my YouTube and built the brand and my, and my merchandise and all that stuff to a whole nother level. Um, I be I'm all my brain is always like, man, what, what does that look like? You know. Well, and that's the cool thing is you have the skill set and the personality on both ends to kind of do whatever you want to do. I mean, the ball's in your court, the door's wide open. I mean, if if you want to, if you want to do the professional tournament stuff, I mean, you've proven you can do that, and you're not just one of those guys. And that's what I, I love to see the guys that, that are great on the delta, that can go mm-hmm. everywhere else and catch them. Because you see a lot of those delta guys, yeah. man, they get they get off that delta and they just struggle. I mean, they yeah. they are they are on the struggle bus and they can't get off. You know. Um, yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, <laughs> and I think you want to you want to be able to. 
be able to uh, do that, be good at the Delta and also go compete and have the confidence to do good elsewhere. And that was cool because my first year leaving the Delta to go fish the lakes, I had a good year. And even my first year in kayak fishing, I had a good year fishing these lakes and all that stuff. But my brain also was like, okay, but there's a lot to learn. And that's cool because it's like, I'm, I like to learn. I want to be good at these lakes. I like to be able to go up to Oroville and really be able to dial it in and, and, and do it. And, you know, I, I feel like I'm very competitive on, on that level. Um, but I, I, I do know that, you know, like practice is like the key to all of it. You know, so I'm still with my family and the kids and everything, still trying to get the balance where I can get that practice because when I was doing super good years ago, I was able to practice a lot on the Delta. You know, uh, work was slow. I was able to put away. But now I don't get to put in that much time like I used to. But it's starting to come back around to me where, you know, now the wife is like, you know what? You know, especially after this year I had, she's like, we should, we got to start carving more time for you to practice and really get more into the tournament. And if I do... I probably, if I do the tournament, it would probably just stick with the big stuff. You know, just stick strictly with the big stuff. And if I do anything small, it would be for just with my kayak, you know, the kayak stuff. Cause like I said, like yeah. going to go fish Yakabath, oh man, like that's family. So it's, it's always just a good to go see everybody. But then I like, I fish the club stuff at Bank uh, for the bass boat. And that's the club I started in. And those guys are awesome too. Like, like uh, family, it's just like family there too. It's like certain places that you can go fish, and you'll get that that uh, that love where no matter what you did on the water, uh, you can't wait to see all the guys off the water. And it's that all good, good for the soul type of stuff. Yeah, yeah, you don't get that everywhere, but when you get that stuff, man, you gotta cherish that stuff. Those places are are rare. When you find it, man, you just found something special. And back to what you're saying about the practicing, though, a lot of people look at fishing that don't understand fishing you know as just oh you know well yeah i i got lucky you know and i caught a big bass i got lucky and i caught a bunch like they don't understand that luck doesn't really apply to this so much but um it's true what they say though in 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 fishing just like any other sport you you earn your trophies at practice you just pick them up on game day Ah, I like that. Hashtag Ryan Cook Fishing. Ryan, you 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 know like you be putting up I didn't watch you from the guys and like you ain't you ain't putting guys on, on ratatouille. You know what I'm saying? You putting them on gorditas. Yeah. You know, see I, I, and I see it, like, see, that's the type of stuff right there. But it ain't you just showing up. Like somebody gotta put the work in and and, and make it happen and have confidence that I can take somebody out there and we can have a good day of fishing. You know, it's that mental, it's that oh, mental yeah. and that hard work of just getting out there and always learning, knowing that it's never a bad day of fishing. I don't care if you didn't get one bite. You, if you went and you say, I learned something today, though, because you're going to always learn something, Man, you know, I- and, and that's a big part. There, yeah, and, and it's and there's so much more you can learn from the tough days than you can from the good days. And I tell my clients hey, this all the time. Ooh. Yes, sir. I, I was on Facebook earlier, and somebody had, I don't remember what it was, but they were looking for a guide. Um, and one of my clients got on there, and he said something about, and I'm not trying to stroke my own ego here. This is just what was said. But he said, "Go hire Ryan Cook." And obviously, 
just just like anybody else, we have our tough days on the water. We talk about it. Joel came out. We had a tough day on the water. We were joking about that before we got you on here. But my client said, yeah. go out with Ryan Cook. I learned more from him on a tough day of fishing than I did going out catching 50 by myself. Yep. No, it's a hundred. It's a hundred percent right, and I've yep. said it. A, I've said it a million I, I, times. Honestly, on this I, I rather, yeah, semi rather rather you have a semi tough day because that's gonna put Ryan into. I'm going into my bag. You about to see some magic tricks? Yes. If yes. I just went out there with my first yes. lure. You know, my first lure, and they just biting like crazy. Well, I take yeah. You come back on your own. You're not gonna be able to. You didn't really learn nothing. We went to one spot. We dropped shot them. They was there. That was the kick. And we stayed there all day. And we had a good time. Now yep. you come back two weeks later with the drop shot. They not there. You went over here. They not there. They not like damn. Like oh, what did I get? I I didn't really get it like I wanted to. But when he had to go into his magic bag and he pulling this, I'm pulling that out. I'm looking like damn. Look at how he approaching that point. Man, he's slow creeping that. Like wow. Rabbit I right out of the hat. Throwing that over it exactly, and then all that stuff you done learn from that tough day. Now I I definitely believe. Yeah, on a tough day, you can learn a lot, and it makes you go into your bag. Just like I feel like with kayaking, you know, when you can't just pick up and go to the next spot, you got to dig into your bag and really start trying to put the pieces together to try to catch these fish, you know. And that's the stuff. Until this day, I still be out there fishing, and it makes me laugh knowing, like, I didn't kayak three, four miles to a spot, and then the spot is trash, <laughs> you know. And then in my mind, it's like, that's my, like damn, that's I really don't want to go all the way back. Oh, that's what would kill me in the kayak. I need to be able to move around, man. I, I can't. Our buddy John Myers, that's I, 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 that's why John Myers is so good in that kayak. Because ever since I fished with him, I mean, he'll pull up to a point, and he will not leave that point until he's caught every single fish off of it, right? Like, he's going to figure out a way to catch every one. I'm like, man, if I, if I catch a fish on the first cast and make three more and I don't get bit, we're gone. We got, I, would, oh, I would be horrible in the kayak. I'll be the first to admit. Yeah, and I think, and that's what changes. And I, I'll be kind of thinking like, well, those two years of me kayak fishing, I feel like I'm a better fisherman in my boat. Like I'm willing to try different things. I'm willing to stay at a spot longer. You know, mm -hmm. I'm willing to give it a benefit of the doubt because I've been there where I couldn't leave and I had to make something happen. And it makes me, like I said, it makes me laugh every time when I get stuck in those situations because your brain is going like, all right, I can kayak three miles back to the ramp, lower my truck down there, put the kayak back into the truck, drive to the other side of the lake, take it back, take the kayak back out the truck, put it back in the water, and then try a whole other spot and hope yes. that I catch fish. But then how much time am I eating up by doing all that to get there? And then you start doing the math. Now you're doing the math and be like, it's not really worth it. I got to make this work right here. And then yeah, you still trying to, you really trying to put me, you looking at the scoreboard and you know, yeah. especially if you're close and you're like, man, you know, two more inches and I got this. I need to figure something out. And you go in there, grab it, look into the bag, go into the magic bag. Something <laughs> got to happen, you know? And, and then I feel, I feel like that's the, that's the things we're in the, in the, the, the kayak, which is like, wow, that's crazy. Like if you love to fish, imagine having to do something like that. You know, and still try to catch these fish. Man, it's, I tell these uh, kids. It's beautiful. I tell these kids all the time, uh, a, a lot of the young kids that will hit me up, hey, I want to be a tournament angler. This is what I want to do. What kind of advice can you give me to help me get there? And I say, man, as soon as you can, get yourself a decent kayak and fish for a solid two or three years out of that kayak before you buy a bass boat. And I truly yep. think it's going to make them a much better angler. Yep, I yeah. agree. Yep. And it puts you in a game immediately. That's if you don't come from money, 
This oh, puts yeah. you in the game immediately. Yeah, you, you can know, throw it on top it, of your harness and you go shit. fishing for 25 bucks a day. Man, man, can you? Exactly. Exactly. So it's no excuses. I couldn't, I don't want to hear no excuses that you can't fish no tournament. And I'm not trying to hear it. Hey, man. I mean, in. I was just out with uh, with Chewy, my boy Chewy again, and he followed me back home. I had a old float tube. He's like, "You still got yeah. that float tube?" I'm like, "Yeah. If you you don't you don't got money for a kayak, <laughs> you can find a used float tube for cheap. Yeah, and you can go out there yep. on a float. They got float tube tournaments too. You got to you, you got to start somewhere, and you got to start somewhere. Exactly. You got to you got to get in the game. Come off the sideline, get in the game. Go on Craigslist, offer it up." Find you the uh, regular somebody getting rid of a kayak. Get out there, start fishing, practice, get your get your game up. If you get you get a couple mobile dollars, sell that kayak, level up to another kayak. You do good in the tournament, you can keep leveling up till you got your right kayak, level and then you in the game. You know what I'm saying? And then yeah. if you do something, you can bounce into a boat. Then you in a little tracker, and you in a tracker, and the tracker went to a regular, an older ranger or a skier or something. Then you it, it's leveled. And when you do that, it it mean it just makes that adventure just that much better. It really, it really is like a it's like a video game. I mean, it really does yep. come down to like it, it, if you're gonna, and it also keeps you from spending a whole hell of a lot of money on a on a brand new boat yep. or something, and then you realize, wow, yep. I I don't like this as much as I thought I'd like it, and then you're yep, exactly then you've just put yourself in a really bad situation, <laughs> but. Um, yeah, hey, real, real, yeah, it was a great start, though. Yeah, and uh, Obi, if you are thinking about doing some smaller tournaments, we got an Ed Lacey tournament that Ryan's putting on this year. Ryan, what what's the date on that? Okay, okay, the date is April second. April second. <clears throat> this is where we're going to do our shameless plug, Obi. But what's but what's <laughs> funny, Joel? What's <laughs> funny, Joel, is I was gonna I was gonna bring this up earlier, and you guys were just going. I couldn't even get a word in edgewise. Oh, stop. <laughs> but but what I was going to say though, and we'd love you to show up and fish it. Just a quick, um, just a quick recap. The tournament is in memory of one of my clients, Ed Lacey. Awesome, awesome older man that passed away um, a little over a year ago. This is my second memorial tournament for him. Last year, the proceeds went to the kids, a kids organization. This year, it's going to go for a program called Real Warriors that specializes in getting veterans out of isolation and out fishing. Um, I like that. So, dude, if, if if you're free that day, I know you got a busy schedule. Yeah. Not only would we love to have you fish it, but Joel is going to help me um, MC this thing, dude. And we'd love to get to, yeah. get you up there with us on the microphone. People would absolutely yeah. lose their minds. Oh man, brother, for sure. If I got nothing that day, I'm definitely count me in. You know, I love that you do stuff like that, man. Because man, that's what I say, man. I hope when I'm going, they throwing a yearly tournament for me. That's beautiful, man. I think for any fisherman that passed, man, that's one of the the highest honors that other fishermen can do for you, you yeah. know, still show you love, still keep your name, you know, ringing out here. Like, man, shit, I, I like that. Nah, yeah, for sure. You can count me in uh, if I don't have a tournament that day. That's going to be for April sure. 2nd, so check it out. April and I'm going to hit you up on yeah. that again here in a couple of weeks just to remind you. Yeah. And, and before, <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. We've got, we've got to get – We've. Got, before, I mean, we're already running long. Obi, are you good? Man, I know I, I know we're running long right now. Are you Are you okay right oh, that's now? good. All right. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. So I, I, I would be remiss if I did not mention, uh, you are also uh, a competitive bones player, dominoes, correct? Oh, yes, sir. That's so, right, brother. I'm so a dominologist. That dominologist. <laughs> <laughs> so I got, 
I got some I got some questions. So uh-huh. when you play when you play with the people like you grew up playing with or when you grew up playing dominoes. And this is for all the people that I played with that don't agree with this. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. Do you play can you score do you score fives? <laughs> 10 to get in. 10 to get in, right? Oh, oh, oh. It's, 10, it's 10 to get in, but then yeah, you can score fives after that 10 to get in. After that. So I always played. Yeah. We don't use, we don't do fives at all. Now you gotta you gotta really? you gotta score tens, and so yeah, maybe I, agree. T- I, I didn't play games like that. Um, but you know most people like it, so it's most ten times I'm in. playing with it's, it's always a couple of people that's just there to play. Now if it was like straight bone players, then yeah, we, let's ten to get in, put a couple of dollars on there, and then then let's get it in. You okay. know, and it's okay. ten to get in. But uh, yeah, you know, because you know you get the guys that want to nick nick you nickel you to death. So, yeah, so I can understand. Let's get some tens. But you got to really earn. You got to earn them points every time. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I can't beat. I, man, I mean, I wouldn't even think about going to turn. I can't beat my wife at, at Domino. So, um, oh, yeah. she's dude. She's dirty. Yeah. She is dirty. <laughs> it's, you know what though? It was an adventure because I knew, like, you know, these guys are the best. Like, this is what they do. You know, so I was. I, I went out there just to have some fun, but I just wanted to prove to myself because, you know, the first tournament I did, I lost the first round. So, <laughs> but then they also put me against the best, the best domino player in the world. You know? Yeah, I know. I knew <laughs> I, I, I remember seeing that and I was like, dude, he does dominoes tournaments. This guy is the best. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would just go. That'd be me. Like, uh, we'll see what happens. <laughs> we'll see what happens. I'm gonna put my money up, and I'm gonna see what happens. So when I went to LA, I put my money up, and I was like, "Man, this is so cool—a domino tournament. This is a real deal." And then I'm, everybody's tearing up, and I'm the only one sitting there without my my guy. And I'm like, "God, where's my guy at?" Slow rolled you. Door kicked open. He slow oh, rolled you. Man. He, man, he did. He out there having <laughs> meet and greets and everything. ESPN <laughs> is all on. People signing autographs. I'm like, "What the hell? Like, who is this guy?" And I'm like, he's coming to my table. Now they're interviewing him at my table. Oh, and like, and they, then the camera guy was like, man, how does it feel to play the best domino player in the world? I'm like, the best domino player in the world? What? I got this interview. Have some fun. Like, now. like oh, man. This is ridiculous, man. Hey. And the guy get on the mic like, okay, if you, if you lose two games, that's it. You get up, you leave, and then we're going to keep the game going. Man, my guy beat me so fast. I said, this is ridiculous. I was, I was like the first game done. And I was gone. The guy ushered me out. All right, sir. Thanks for coming, man. Have a good day. I said, man, what is this? I've been here like 10 minutes. I just got here. I still got my coat on. Let me take my coat off now. And then I go all the way back up to the room. My wife's still asleep. I open the door. She's like, hey, baby, you forget something? I'm like, no, I'm done. That's the end of it. So at least at least in a bass tournament you get a couple days, right? Hey, I thought at least I get maybe a couple of weak guys and one or two games and then I could be like, all right, cool, you know, I lost in the third round or something, whatever. No, not when they brought the best of the best of the best of the best Domino has to offer. I said, This is crazy. So when I went to Vegas, I said, all right, we ain't losing in the first round. That's what I did now. So I made it to the fourth round. That one. And then that was pretty good. But it was crazy, though, because the, the first two people I played, I could tell, like, they just kind of play. They don't really play dominoes. So I beat them back fast. Bow, bow, 
pop out, get up out of here. The third guy came. He had some some skills, right? So I I, I just had some good dominoes, and I beat him. And I said, oh man, that was a close one. The fourth guy I played, <laughs> that dude knew what he was doing. <laughs> I was like, I could I couldn't stop him. I couldn't stop him. And but I, I enjoyed myself. I said I'll for sure come back and do that again. And like we said, just another adventure, another vacation, another day in the life. I'm telling you, man, you know? I love that. <laughs> and and okay, the, the, before we get into the, I mean, we do got to talk a little bit about bass fishing and and like some of your gear and like, <laughs> but on the Delta. But I want I want to yeah. ask you one question real quick. What came first, uh-huh. the dupe or the ding? The dupe. The dupe came first. Came first. Yeah, can I say DC, if I'm not mistaken, he created the ding. All right, right. So when they all kind of got right. together, he had the ding and I had the dupe. So they both were kind of at the same time. You know, so Mark and Jacob and all them, they just started using both of them. So then it was the dupe and then there was the ding. So I was like, hey, <laughs> they, they both can coexist. They can coexist. So it's cool that it's my boys that got the ding and that they keep me lit with the dupe and the gallander and the gordita and the muffin toppers and all the good stuff. (laughs) The the double Ds. The double Ds. Yeah, the double Um, Ds. (laughs) I like that. (laughs) and And don't forget the belly shirts, though. No, the belly, the belly shirt. Oh, you can't never forget the belly, <clears throat> the belly shirt. Shirts, yeah, right. Hey. <laughs> oh, do you yeah. remember um, our buddy Bill Bukowatz when he finally caught him a big bass and he did that video and he was Man. so serious? Oh, he, he said, and uh. dude, he was almost in tears <laughs> and he goes, I have been waiting to make this video for so long. He said, and he holds it up, I just caught a yonder, a yonder. <laughs> <laughs> I love that video. Oh, hey, I watched that thing a hundred times. It just it made my day. I said, Bill, you made my day with that. Or I saw him at the next tournament. I told him, I said, you made my day with that one. And I love that. And you that can just tell awesome. how excited he was to say it. And, you know, and it just let me know, like, this the stuff that works. Like, when I see stuff like that, man, it's like, it, it keeps me going. Like, see, that's what I'm saying. You know? And then I hear guys... Man, me and my buddy was out there. We were saying, catching all these fish, saying, dude, all day. We was laughing. Oh, we couldn't stop laughing. Oh, and I'd be like, see, that's, that's what I'm talking about. They just that took a trip from an from a 8 to a 15. That kind of stuff you cannot put a price tag on. It is absolutely right. That's that is what it's all about, man. Ryan, we, Ryan, yeah. we're we're doing some video next week. Ryan, if I get over a three pound spot, you're, there's going to be a there's going to be a dupe in there. There you go. There's going to be a there's going to be a Unoski in there. You got a lot of Unoski. We're tagging him. We're tagging him. No, I literally, I literally had a client, Greg Arca. And he follows Obadi. Like he follows all the all the California guys that have any sort of social media. And uh-huh. dude, we're catching these spots, you know. And I'm talking, you know, these 16 inch spots that go, you know, two and a quarter, two and a half. Just these. Oh, they are just yeah. muffin toppers. And yeah, <laughs> and he and he catches one. He goes, look, that's my third belly shirt in a row. And I'm I'm looking back at this guy, and he was like a 46 year old scientist, dude. Like. Yeah, I'm talking about. Yeah, <laughs> that's the stuff. 
stories all day. Oh, I love it. I love it. You put the smile on my get, face for sure. <laughs> I got a lot of them for you, dude. I, I I get a lot of a lot of people on my boat who are fans of yours for damn sure. There's no doubt about it. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> I, I appreciate every every last one of them. You know, I love it. As, as I said, we're we going to keep it going. We're just getting started. You know, I got to get out there with you one of these days. We've been talking hey, about it for the longest. We've been talking about it. I got busy. You got busy. And then you forget yep. about it. Um, yep. What we need to do is put something on the calendar where you, yep. Joel, and I can all three go out and do some filming. Yeah, we can all sure. all just go have a fun day. Dude, that would be, that would be freaking like dynamite. That. We need to make that happen. Yep. Okay. Yes, sir. So let's talk about that. Let's put something on the calendar for maybe like, oh, do like mid-March. We can go try to find a big one, you know? Okay. Yeah, um, I like that. I yeah, like that. let's go hunt a big one, you know, like yeah. one that's worth spending the time for. Um, okay, let's talk just real quick. I always like to go basics. Being a guide, I keep everything simple as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. I know this is all seasonal. This is hard to answer. Let's give everybody out there listening your top five baits for the Delta year-round. There's five rods on your deck year-round. You uh-huh. can only choose five. What's yep. on them? All right. I'm going to have a, a Whopper Plopper. Oh, yeah. One. I'm going to have a – let's throw on right now a double buzz bait. <laughs> um, a chatter bait. What, uh, what color and what – and what weight chatterbait for your overall? If you had to pick one, uh, half I throw a half ounce green pumpkin chatterbait ninety percent of the time, um, with a swimming cinco on the back of it. Um, I didn't use a couple of different kind of name brand chatterbaits. I don't really have one in particular that I just throw. Um, my buddy then put me gave me a couple of them, so I just use those. Um, lately this year, I didn't hardly throw it as much as I usually, but, um, but yeah, chatterbait for sure is going to be sitting there. And, uh, and with a punch, punch rod. Oh, definitely. That's going to, I probably, uh, what is that? Three baits already named? That's, that would be, you got a whopper plopper, double buzz, chatterbait, pump rod. That's four. You got one more. That's four. And I have a, uh, gosh, you know, I like to say uh, a frog. If I said the frog, then I probably would take off like the double buzz. And have well, let's give them shot. six. Let's give them six. Yeah, give me say Okay, then I'm gonna have a drop shot. A my frog and a drop shot. Emerging. Yeah, frog and drop shot. Because then I, because like I said I feel like I didn't got to a level, especially on the Delta, where I go for the win. Oh yeah. I'm not going to. I'm not going to save face. You know, if I come in with one fish, two fish, that's just what it is. But just know. I was going for the W, you know. Well, so I, you know where they are. I'm, I'm flipping, right? So I'm, 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 I'm flipping. I'm punching, and I got a top water going. Right? Hey, but you really, really, time. really love punching, don't you? Oh, love it to death. I do punch fifteen fir- hours right now. One bite wouldn't even complain. The first time I ever <laughs> met you was out at Kelsey Bass Ranch, Stevie <laughs> Landers MKA tournament. <laughs> And you took <laughs> you took second place to Jacob Traba, and I watched you. I was out there filming, recording all you guys, just hanging out. Yeah, we and actually tied, but tied with oh, the winner with him. That was right. It was a tie, but his like he yep. had a longer fish, and that's he another had a longer tie. fish a quarter. So 
not to get off on a tangent here, but I I don't feel like big fish should break a tiebreaker. I feel like the guy that had the smaller fish should win. No, caught a better overall. Well, that that's that's a better fish. Uh, actually. That that's a healthier fish. Actually, that a, means a you were more fish. consistent than he sense. was. Yes, yeah, I was. Yep, I, I was. And I, I mean, once but, I got on that plunge bite, I was like, oh, it's, dude. It's but over. that's what I was gonna say. You set in like two patches. You set, you set in two patches of lily pads, hardly even moved your kayak and punched all those fish all day long. And you dude, and you punched with patience. I watched it. Like you had nothing but confidence in that. And this is a place you'd never been to. You just said, this yeah. looks good. I'm going to go do this. And you, and you pretty much, as far as I'm concerned, won the tournament, you know? So Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I've seen with, you with that punch run. When it comes to that punch, and I, I – I I love the punch. Like I can that's to me that's the bread and butter. Like that's my bread and butter. I love anywhere I go. And if I can see any if I go to anybody water and I can punch, confidence is through the roof. Like you can't tell me I'm not about to catch no fish. And and I I lit but it's it's like the gift and the curse. Like I I'm such a great puncher, but with being such a good puncher, you also don't know when to stop punching, you know, like the fish, they're not, they're not in there today, buddy. That's not a, it's not a punch day. If you're yeah. forcing that because you know, 20 minutes can go by, you can catch you 30 pounds. So there's never no time where I'm there and I'm looking at the clock. As long as I still got 20 minutes left in the tournament, it can happen, you know? And maybe sometimes where it's like, ah, I probably should have went and did something else. Um, because look at that. I didn't even get a limit. But then I didn't did so well at so many tournaments with punching that I know like it's it's worth the risk for me. It's worth like I say, like, I'll fall, I'll, Ryan, fall the, I'll fall on the sword punching. Ryan, should I should I ask him the question? Because it, it, it's begging begging for the question. Yes, I got real quick though. Sometimes it gets one from tap dancing, and you're out there trying to tango. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Joel, hit him with the question. I love. This is Joel's question. We ask just well, I mean, everybody. I mean, I love this. We don't ask everybody. I mean, it's been a while, but I think well, that, it's, it has been a month. Hit it's, me with the question. It's, it's been a month. All right. So, Obi, if 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 uh, if you could, I mean, I I don't want to, um, because you you kind of talked about it already. Like you you will live and live and die by the punch. So, mm-hmm. what do you think? Like, if you go into a tournament, would you rather be a jack of all trades? Or a master of one? Would you want to be able to Ooh. to be kind of good at all six of those things you talked about on deck? Or would you, going into a tournament, would you rather just be really, really good at one? <laughs> well, if I feel like if I was uh, just fishing the Delta, I, I can live with being the master of one. That, that wouldn't, because I know... <clears throat> Majority of tournaments are won that way on the Delta. Mm-hmm. Now, if we're anywhere else but the Delta, then no. I I would greatly love to have equally as good at all six of those. You know, because one thing about punching is not everywhere. But a handful of bodies of water, you can go punch. Mm-hmm. You know, so the bulk of the the bulk of the lakes, and, and that'd be my thing, right? <laughs> I'm on the Delta. I'm on the Delta. I'm at Clear Lake. I'm punching, 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 I'm punching. Okay, time to go to Oroville. Okay. No, I'm out there with the little worms or new Maloney's and I'm finessing when everybody's like, no, you're supposed to be throwing the hood. You're supposed to be throwing this weight bait. This is the stuff. You know, this is like the punching of out here. And I'm not on that level because I'm like the rookie in punching. 
Oh, they they hitting the this weight bait. All right, cool. I made 10, 15 casts with it. Didn't get a bite. Oh, they're not eating this thing. And I put it away. No confidence. That's you me. know, I'm back to throwing a worm where I'm getting bit. And I'm like, oh, I caught 50 fish today. Come back to the tournament. I'm, I got my butt kicked. I'm way down there. And I haven't adapted versus like the same thing when I come to the tour. I'm here at the Delta. I'm punching. I'm punching. I'm catching big fish. Then the guy who went out there and punched for 30 minutes and be like, oh, man, they not in this. I didn't get bit. And now he's yeah, that's me right worm. there. <laughs> yeah, and now he's worming, and then he comes in with 10, 12 pounds, 15 pounds, and then here I come in with 28 pounds, and then he's wondering, what, what's the problem? Why? You know, and I'm, then I tell him, how'd you catch him? Oh, punching. And then they tell me, man, I was punching. I couldn't get any bites. <laughs> and that's the guy minutes. that says, man, but, <laughs> but I caught 47 fish on a drop shot. I don't know what happened. Exactly. <laughs> well, you have fun. That's all that happened. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully. And so hopefully. When I go to these lakes, I try to get myself out of that month. I said, I can go to Shasta right now and I catch a hundred fish and think I did something. And then out of a hundred boats, I took 80 of place. Right. <laughs> so like, I, Oh, you gotta get out of that. Figure out somebody. Exactly. So I think once I can master that on the lakes for sure, you know, and, and I think that comes with having like six, five or six baits that I have confidence in, you know, that these baits here could catch me a lot of fish, but these baits here will catch me the winning fish. Mm-hmm. And it got to be a time that I got to be able to throw these baits. I need to go out to these bodies of all these lakes, just strictly practicing and just coming out there with big baits and leaving all everything else at home, you know, because, you know, confidence is everything in this sport. You know, if I go mm-hmm. out there with a HUD and, and at New Maloney's or somewhere and I start <clears> playing <throat> into big ones, then my mind would be like, oh, my God, look at this. Like, I can do this. Like, this is, you know, but right now I, I got no confidence in throwing big baits like that. Like, I get out there, I, I – I just don't. I just don't do it enough. But I know. I know that I need to, and you know that's what I'm starting with. You know, so like this year, I'm coming into. Hey, oh, we're not going to be finessing all the time. We're going to mix it up. We have to, mm-hmm. you know, because you could fall behind the waistline and and in these tournaments and points. And then when I get to the Delta, I do good, but it's not good enough because I tanked on this other. You know, these last two on the lake. Yeah. The two of us need yeah, to talk too, and 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 like if you're going to start fishing the lakes and start doing that stuff more, I definitely yes, want to get sir. you out. If I mean, that'd be, be amazing. But oh man, you can right. show me some stuff. That's why for sure, like that. That's pretty cool. I can show you some ways to target. Learn, like wow, yeah. But, but we can talk talk about some ways and some techniques and baits to target some bigger fish without having to throw the big stuff too. You know. You so. see exactly the little secrets, the little stuff. You know that magic take, bag takes years of experience. Yeah, the magic bag, the exactly. Magic bag. The magic bag. And then like I'm gonna like, you know, I can dig into the magic bag and knowing that this spot here holds big fish, and you get into the magic bag, and this is a lure that these big fish like here, and all it needs to do is happen. And if it happens, they gotta see me today. And that'd be enough confidence for me to carry me through the whole tournament. Like, huh? Hey. And they'd be like, and if I didn't catch them, like, well, it didn't happen, but I knew if it did. Y'all mm-hmm. know how I come when it all comes together. Well, I mean, you know, dude, that that's the that's one of the hardest things is when you you know what you're doing is correct, or you, if you've had success w- with it in the past, and then you get to a, a, a time where it just doesn't work, and you're like, well, what yeah. happened today? Like, what did I miss? What piece of the puzzle did I miss today? You know, there's there's right. so many variables. There's that go so into many that. variables. Exactly. And, to where and, I don't, and I don't I, even worry myself about it. Like, well, it didn't line up for some odd reason <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> today. You know, like I, I did everything I could do. 
I got to teach myself that. I got to teach myself to think like that. Like there was an old timer that told me back in the day, I probably brought this up on the podcast, Joel. I'm not sure, but right when I got into this game, you know, and I was fishing a couple club tournaments, a couple NorCal basses on the amateur side, an old timer won a tournament. And I went up to him because I didn't care. I was going to learn this. And I was going to ask you the questions until I figured it out. And I didn't ask the questions like, yeah. where did you catch them? What did you catch them on? Right, right. No, just I asked the, the right questions. questions. How, right, the right How yeah. deep were they? Were you fishing fast? Were they eating crawdads or shad? Were, were you fishing steep yeah. stuff or flat stuff, right? Like the right questions. Yeah, the right questions. <laughs> I told him, man, I don't ever know if I'm doing the right thing or the wrong thing. I'm, I'm doing this. I think I should be doing this, but I don't know. Like, And he said, eventually you got to get to the point. And he said, and this is when you know you got it. Is when you know you're doing the right thing, even when you're not getting bit doing it. Yeah, and that didn't yeah, make sense man. back then, but now it makes all the sense in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a perfect way to look at it. Perfect way to look at it. You know, for sure. Mm-hmm. Man, I, I, this has been what we're at an hour forty eight now. Uh, we, no, sure. <laughs> <laughs> dude, hey, time fl- time flies. Time flies when you're having fun. That's right. Yeah, that's right. That's right, brother. I'm glad you guys had me on. You man, know, on time coming. Odie, I I thank you so much for coming on, man. And I and even more than that, I thank you for like what you do. I I think you bring a lot of joy I to people's lives, it, and uh, I know it's good for your soul, and I think it's good for everybody else's as well. So I want to thank you very much. Man, thank, thank you guys man, for me as well. I appreciate that. Yeah, appreciate that, fellas, and thanks for having me come on and, and having a platform like this for, for guys like me to, you know, spread the love. Absolutely. You know? At the end of the day, that's all it's all about. I tell people all the time, like, especially in the tournament field, like, the the money is not that type of money that's going to be life-changing for you, so don't get yourself all worked up over that. The plaques, yeah, okay, you get you some plaques. The one thing I know, nobody goes to nobody's house looking at plaques. <laughs> at the end of the day, what you will have that you need to cherish and hold on to is the memories and the bonds that you form with guys. You know, we this here we had this interview here. You know, for off of fishing, and ten years from now we can still laugh and crack jokes about this stuff. Or you know, mm-hmm. or we go out and fish. Those memories. Every time you see somebody, you don't see nobody like man, man. Last year when you took second at that tournament, that plaque, man, and now, like, nobody talking. Like, now we like, man, remember last year, you almost fell in the water, or this <laughs> fish fell in the water, you trying to bag it, you know, them stuff, we laughing and still eat, like, the memories, the memories are so precious, and so I tell people, like, you gotta live in the moment in this fishing game, and uh, and when good days happen, you know, you, you, you cherish those days, good tournaments happen, you know, you gotta, you gotta step back and, and smell the flowers on those, because it don't happen a lot. But when it do, you take it all in. And then when you have the bad days, you try to keep that balance and try to find the, the positive side and that to bring yourself back out to just tell yourself, hey, man, we had a good time, didn't we? Well, didn't we? All right, then. Put the chin up. Lift the chin up, you know, and keep on going. Yeah, yeah. Hey, don't stop doing what you're doing out there, bud. We need it. Like, we desperately Thank need you. this, and we need more of it, and you are inspiring others to do it. And just Thank you. from the bottom of my heart, keep doing what you're doing, man, because you're making a difference. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Robbie, thank you so much, man. We will uh, we will talk soon, and and hopefully we'll be fishing here soon. For sure, yeah, we're gonna make that happen. And I'm gonna try to get out there to that tournament uh, to help out, you know. And uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna. This is just the first of many. We're gonna make some magic happen between in the between time. I'm gonna message you right now on that tournament, just so you don't forget. 
Okay. All right. All right. He's got there you. Go. He's yeah. got you now. Right, He's got you now. Yeah. There we go. There we go. Always going to do our part, you know, for the culture. <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, thanks for having me. All right. Good night, buddy. Hey, again. Yeah. All right. Take it easy. Later. You know, Ski? This. Oh, my God. That was a great. That's one of the most fun I've ever had. That's probably the most. No, not the most. That's that's one of my top three favorites. Yeah. And I would say my favorite, but I don't want to hurt other people's feelings. But, dude, that guy's. Joel, he's. It's that energy, man. You can't teach it. He's a special human being, dude. Like he, period. like we are lucky to have him. Yeah, yeah. God, he's cool. Yeah, it's it's cool. Um, I hope you all enjoyed it. If you didn't, then you got something wrong with your with your head space, with your headpiece. He can start kicking rocks and, kick, let the, you, and let the door hit you where the good Lord puts you. If you don't pound like that. sand, Get out of here. we could we could come up with a couple more. But <laughs> man, so much fun, dude! Like that was fun. That was fun. I haven't had this much fun on a Wednesday night in a long time. Since the last time. Well, yeah, no, they're all fun. This one was really fun. He, I, I, I know we keep saying this, and we've talked about it, and, and we're going to get those guys that are going to make us work harder on this podcast this is for not, the hour or two not, hours. Not one of those guys. This is definitely not one of them. Well, he asked me, he goes, he goes how long? How long you get? Well, and the, the, the thing everyone has to understand, and let me make this very clear, when I – reach out to these guys there's not a whole lot of like we there's no like prepping them for this show oh no there's no prepping them like there's not even talking points 15 minutes before he came on i was like hey i don't know if you've listened before and he probably hasn't the guy's busy oh, yeah. i was like hey just whatever you want to talk about talk about it like it's pretty laid back we're going to ask you about fishing and and that's pretty much it that yeah. is all that that is that's all the they know when they call in. So when a guy like that calls in and is able to, to rap like that for an hour and a half or yeah. more, I mean, yeah. I just think that's cool. <laughs> I think that is, but so that's cool. what, but that's what happens when it comes from the heart. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that guy just, and, and that's the thing. And Joel, I, I've personally seen it, you know, I mean, I've seen it firsthand and it's just like Eli said earlier when I was chatting with him, he doesn't wear a mask and we're not talking. He's not scared of COVID. We're talking like he doesn't wear a mask. Like whatever he said on this podcast tonight, you could see him. Hell, I saw him. I saw him super. I mean, he admitted it. So I don't mind saying it. He was super hung over the morning of that kayak <laughs> tournament. He was coming down the boat ramp 30 minutes late. And I said, Oh, but do you mind if I get a quick video? He goes, like he took a deep breath. He goes, let's do this. <laughs> like he said, I'm sorry, but I'm not feeling the best right now. I, I turned the camera on. He goes, he goes, Hey, it don't matter. The party don't start till I walk in. And it was just like, even hung over, man, walking down the ramp before. Like he, he just, he's got a smile on his face and he's laughing and he's, he's getting ready to go have a fun day. Hung over his shit. You know what I mean? Like just, I think it's like really, the thing is what he does walk. is so simple, but it's so difficult. So, oh, yeah. I mean, what, what is it? It's it's simple, but it's not easy, right? Right. So what he does is very simple, but it's not easy for most people. This The simplicity in it is that he just enjoys life, like, and he wants to bring happiness to people, you know, and that's kind of And he of finds he the positive. And he finds the positive in things. These are all very simple, like, 
ideas. They're simple ideas, but they're very hard to do when you're living in your emotions and when people are very emotional. Like he just, I don't know, man. I, I think like, let's cool. be honest. Like he's talking about the social media stuff and like how his fans want more. They want more videos. And you know, let's be honest, you know, with all of that publicity, with all of that excitement, with all that happiness comes a lot of hate. Oh, for sure. And he never once brought any of that up. Not he talked once. about the people that want to see more. And and, and that's what well, I that, need to that's, focus on. That's, you need to focus on. Like we all need to get better at that. Yeah. And I, and I think that's why he's, he said, I keep my, my circle small. And yeah. if, if there's any, if there's any negativity, I'm away I distance, I distance myself because it, it's not yeah. hard to do that. Like you no. can distance yourself from that. Um, and I think a lot of people probably should, you know, because yeah, like you said, the cream rises to the top. If you're, if you're going to be positive and all that stuff, you're going to rise to the top and all the people that are being, you know, salty or whatever, they're, well, they're going to go somewhere else too. But it, he also brought up a really good point about, you know, when it comes to doing these type of videos and things like you, everyone has to know, like if you're out there catching fish, people are going to know where you're at, you know? Well, and that's, it's weird. It's like, I've been to clear Lake a handful of times and I see mm-hmm. people posting pictures. I'm like, I know exactly where that is. Well, and I haven't even spent a lot of time on that lake. That's crazy. And next week when we go out filming, you know, there's some stuff we're going to have to be careful of, you know, we got to be aware of it. And that's just, that's just the way it is. And it's not like you're trying to, it's not like you're trying to keep it from 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 malicious reasons, but it will come back to bite you. And, oh, and guys, not- just like he said, they need to learn how to find their own fish. We're going to show you what to look for and how to catch them. You need to go out and be able to that's, find. Them. Well, that's part of the fun, though. I think yeah, that's what people don't it, it understand. Should be. That it's part be. of the fun. You're not out there clout chasing someone else's spot. Like go out yeah. there and go fishing. Now, if you go fishing with somebody else who knows the spots, great. Keep those on the down low, and you're good. And real quick, before we wrap this up, I do want to touch on something. And this is not so much from guiding when you're getting paid for a living. It's a whole other ballgame. I'm not talking about me personally. But if you go out with a buddy, all those listeners out there that are new, that are up and coming, if you go out with a friend, an older guy that takes you out fishing on his boat, takes you to some areas that have a lot of fish and you do well in them, if you're going to go back to that lake in your own boat – Make sure to call them and get their permission. Just clear it with them first. It's it's very much a respectful thing to do, and it will get you coming back with them on another trip. If you go out without asking and you go in, in there and start fishing that stuff, there's a decent chance they may not invite you back again. That's rule number one. Rule number two, if you're going out with another buddy and you went out with this guy and he showed you his stuff, I wouldn't even ask him if you can take your buddy to it, but you sure as heck better ask first because otherwise that's just downright those those are against the unwritten rules for those of you that are new that don't know that stuff it's very important it's also and if someone brings you out um especially if they invite you out like you didn't even ask they invite you out um you should probably at least pay for their launch fees maybe a little bit of gas money yeah that's just i mean this is simple simple right. stuff and, and if they tell you no i was going anywhere that's great but at least offer I just think that you're gonna you're gonna shoot yourself in the foot in that one, <clears throat> especially with the gas prices these days. I don't know. That's me. Six sixteen hundred bucks a month. I'm spending in gas right now. Give that is take. that is un. I uh, yeah no. I, that's I untenable. Keep Diana, it's I untenable. Keep Diana, I'm gonna have to have Diana get another job just so I can keep doing mine. So uh, 
Oh, did you hear that? Sorry, babe. Diana! Where's Diana? Diana! Have her sign us off. Sign us off. Sign us off, Diana. I'm going to put my earpiece in her ear. Yes. And he wants you to sign us off, babe. Sign us off, Diana. Well, hello there, sir. Well, hello, Diana. How are you? I'm good. How are you? It good sounding from my end like a good podcast. It uh it was a it was a fun one. You know what I just saw that Stage Top got in throwing knives. Do I want yes, those? We do I want those for Christmas? Yes. Yes, you do. All right, it's on your list there, bud. <laughs> Dude, so cool. And also, after I did like kind of good at at wing shooting, you also have uh, some Beretta A three hundreds and A four hundreds as well, right? Yes, I, I did see those, those coming in. Yeah. Yes. And those, those are, are some nice ones. Pretty solid shotguns. So I'm over here um, trying to think about how I'm going to get one of those before next September, before dove season. So I, I know the thing is, I know you. So hopefully I can. That's right. So make, I, can, I can definitely put one to the side. And we even have this thing called a little layaway plan. So uh, that's nice as well. See, I need to do something like that. I can put like $5 a month on it. My wife does There you know. go. Just like there so, you go. And in, and in 2026, I'll have a new shotgun. Woohoo! Awesome. <laughs> well, Diana, give, give us a sign-off. Uh, I don't know, however you want to do it. Go ahead. I don't. I, I have no idea. You, you have no it, idea? I don't. It, you know... Thanks everybody for listening to yes. these two and three. Well, three. Well, three yeah. Now. I mean, you two in four, general. And four then, now. Four at this point. Then of course, whoever you guys talk into coming on to this, which always seems like a good time. And that's all I got. That's all. I'm in the middle of making dinner. That's all. It's dinner time. Yes. That's Ryan, right. Diana, all of you out there, have a fantastic night. Enjoy your dinner. Have a good one. Boy, that escalated quickly. Don't act like you're not impressed.